In 2172, the world governments ran out of money, bodies, and people who gave a damn. Giant corporations rose to take their place and restore order while extracting maximum value from the masses. Most of humanity live in corporate arcologies, biodomes, gated burb claves, and towering fabricated half stacks. The rest scrabble for survival in what's left of the burning, cursed badlands. This is The Sprawl, a cyberpunk role-playing game set in our dark, dystopian future, where a few exceptional individuals solve problems one cred at a time. Music and sound effects by Dark Raven Games, White Bat Audio, and Plate Mail Games. This production features real, uncensored gaming and mature, potentially disturbing content. Proceed at your own discretion. And there we go, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. This is The Sprawl. I'll be your GM today. We have four excellent players, some of them new to gaming, some of them less than you want to put in. Anyone think you want people to know? Uh, um, nothing in particular. <laughs> Check. Doing the mystery man routine. Fair enough. Let's go with the only person who came in costume for today. Uh, Phil, you want a mostly blind gamer? You want to uh, introduce Glass? Absolutely. I'm mostly blind gamer, Phil. Uh, find me on Twitter at blindmostly and uh, other places on the internet complaining about accessibility and happily talking about uh, TTRPGs and video games. Uh, I'm playing Glass, a hard-boiled noir-style reporter uh, who wears a fedora and a double-breasted coat. Um, which I am wearing, but don't have what we all will pretend is neon highlights because it's also cyberpunk. Uh, also the, uh, thick rimmed glasses. Um, yeah, and, um, I hope to get to some, uh, sleuthing, uh, over the next few sessions. Well, there shall be plenty of opportunity for that. Glass is, uh, going to be our reporter. And in the sprawl, reporting is a much more hands-on job than one might think. Uh, a good camera is better than body armor, provided you have a live stream. And uh, no one wants to be caught on live stream doing things they shouldn't or get called on later. Let's move on to uh, Amethyst, who I will repeatedly probably call Sapphire during this game because I have poor word association. Uh, Danny, you want to bring yourself in? <laughs> Sure. Uh, I'm Danny Marie AUC. You guys can find me on all the social medias, uh, including Twitch, where I stream games. This is not my first tabletop RPG, but it, I'm, I'm still pretty new and I'm really excited. And uh, also, Amethyst is she she's a she's a Southern Vale with a checkered past, and she she's a baddie. <laughs> yeah? yeah. Amethyst is our resident fixer. The people who uh, talks to people 
puts uh, people and resources together, solves problems, has uh, several uh, games going, little businesses she runs in the background, and uh, will be a key point in providing resources to this little uh, adventuring crew. Uh, and last but certainly not least, let's uh, bring in Slip, otherwise known as Babylon Hillbilly. Uh, oddly appropriate, our driver for today's session. Go ahead, sir. What is going on? How is everybody? Uh, I'm Zach, uh, Babylon Hillbilly. I am uh, not on social media or uh, any of the other places. Uh, so this is my first uh, foray into being a Twitch star, but I have played a lot of uh, tabletop games. And uh, today I'm breaking in my new uh, my new Braille gaming dice uh, that I got. So let's hope they're lucky for Slip, and uh, let's hope he doesn't run you guys into any trees. I mean, you're in the driver's seat, so it's you first, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be bad. All right, so uh, we have our four basic characters. Um, we will be running the Sprawl today. This is a Powered by the Apocalypse game. If uh, anyone's unfamiliar with that, it uh, stems from games like Dungeon World and Apocalypse World. And uh, there are a lot of derivatives. You can look them up. Uh, the basic engine is 2d6. You add your attribute. A six or lower is a failure. Uh, a seven to nine is a success with consequences. That means you get most or everything you want, but there might be a drawback or a qualification associated with it. And 10 plus is typically unqualified success. Massive success. So, uh, to uh, get things started off, let's, uh, in order to establish the character's bona fides and to make sure everybody uh, knows what they're doing, we're going to do a quick round robin. Each of you is going to describe um, a uh, separate mini episode or session in a couple of lines that you... Um, uh, that you're using and represent your characters and uh, the rest of you will then decide whether or not you were part of that adventure or on screen for a little bit. Uh, they were the star, you might have been the supporting character that showed up as a cameo and how that played out and for those people you will write in plus one link with that person. In other words, uh, you are uh, instead of two or three degrees of separation away, you are zero degrees of separation away. You know them, you've known them from at least one prior adventure. So, uh, let's start with Amethyst. You can hear the pause as I try not to say the word sapphire in initially. Uh, someone, uh, the Southern Bell Fixer, uh, with a curious and uh, hidden backstory. What's uh, what's your what's your moment of moment in the, in the spotlight? Oh yeah, I'll do this in character. So, <laughs> that make me so nervous. Uh, a few months ago, I was contacted by one of my workers off the books. She had this problem with a man who was stalking her, and I'm I'm not I'm talking in in the meat world and in the Matrix. Okay, so I recruited some of my friends here, and uh, well, let's just say he won't be bothering anybody anymore. Anymore? Anymore? <laughs> yes, baby, that's it. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Amethyst has gone out and helped one of her employees, uh, in air quotes, and to deal with a potentially difficult customer. You 
can see this as a single TV episode in which she had to track the person down, find the problem, develop a way to deal with them, and then wipe the books and the evidence clean. Uh, any of the rest of you take part in this little adventure? Or assist? Or poser? So. All my friends have abandoned me. <laughs> They're just trying to figure out whether they want to admit to it on, 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 on screen is what it is. This is how you guys are going to figure out. Uh, this is how we're going to figure out how each one of you knows each other, by the way. So each one of you should be picking at least one other person or more that you have adventures with. And when you roll to assist or oppose another player, we'll be using the modifiers developed in this session. Uh, to do that. And you'll add to them as you play more games. You'll have the option of picking plus one or more going forward to uh, put this in perspective. So from what we uh, talked about uh, ahead of the session, um, Glass and Amethyst uh, work for the same company. Um, so I figure um, if you think that corporation would be interested in what you're doing, Glass might have helped if you think they would not be interested in it for some reason he might have opposed you so i suggest he might have been involved and uh, i'm curious the possible that uh, maybe uh mm -hmm. amethyst reached out to glass as an investigator to build some backstory on this person absolutely yeah. okay that that sounds like a definite possibility yeah there you go uh all right so uh in this case if that is uh that's how it went then glass would mark plus one link with amethyst will do uh that being said why don't we have glass do his uh moment in the spotlight as well all right let me just type that up plus one yep. and uh yeah so um yeah, Glass, the, um, the reporter. Uh, as far as his uh, his last uh, uh, his last job, <clears throat> you guys might have heard something about a certain corporation's reality show being fake. Well, um, it wasn't, but more importantly, they had me. Um, pick up some dirt on the naysayers on on their opposition who suggested these blatant lies that was that was complicated but whether or not what I picked up is true or false matters less than whether or not it got them to back down and it got them to back down and I got paid for it so in my book it was a good job Glass the hard-boiled detective slash reporter someone said that he was putting up some uh, false stories some fabricated material turned out they weren't he wasn't had to expose the truth by exposing his accusers. Uh, anyone take part in this little adventure? Seamus, this is probably a, a good thing for you to... You like digging into the darkness where people are hiding. 
Yeah. Uh, Seamus might have been uh, a part of digging up a secret or two. Yeah. Because uh, reporter's good, good on his feet. He's got some good stuff, but he's not a not a dedicated hacker. He's certainly not a cowboy. And right. uh, yep. Um, so uh, yeah, I guess he could. Um, sure. All right. So mark plus one links uh, with glass. The reporter. Um, so that being said, let's go on to Slip, our driver, the, uh, personal hellboy and, uh, bane of the existence for the Pope Patrol, the, uh, local community, uh, security slash, uh, defensive military asset slash, uh, religious enforcers, uh, for hire, uh, he's enjoyed chasing as a kid and probably still does as a, as a private hobby occasionally. At this point, uh, what's your story? What's your what, when was uh, what's the moment that uh, looms large in your memory that everyone else might have been taking part in? That was uh, there was this kid, sweet kid, 14, 15, knew the dad, right? And so she got mixed up, and it wasn't her fault. You know, wrong move here, wrong. There. She she knew some of these corporate guys. Well, they said they were corporate guys. And, uh, oh, they were going to make her a child star. Simpsons. Well, yeah, the dad he got much too fond of this arrangement, so I, uh, I helped him disappear. Needed papers. Needed, uh, needed a getaway. That's what I do. Okay, so uh, you uh, found a kid in the bad life, got them a way out, got them out of the scene, as it were. Heads uh, might have did... got cracked. Yeah? How did uh, how did Lizzie play into this? She was how we got away. Yeah? Do you want to describe Lizzie? Lizzie? It's uh, kind of your signature, uh, your signature move. Lizzie's my baby. Lizzie's the only woman I've ever trusted. She's never let me down. She was uh, requisitioned, we'll say, from the uh, from the Pope Patrol, and uh, she used to be she used to be in service to those goons, but uh, now she's on the side of the angels with me, souped she's... up, racing stripes. Maybe she's even got a machine gun in the headlights. Gun ports everywhere. Check. So it used to be an old uh, Pope Patrol. Uh... Pursuit vehicle, an interceptor. Pope Patrol uh, interceptor. Took out all the body armor, upgraded all the internals, uh, took off all the uh, the mufflers and silencer equipment. Now she's loud and proud and uh, fast and aggressive. Very, very fast. The fastest. The one thing putting the lie to the uh, to that TV show that says the Pope Patrol always convicts. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Only if they can catch him. Maybe one day. Hadn't happened yet. Running to that next horizon. All right, Fast and Furious. Anyone uh, who took part in this uh, little adventure? I'd say Amethyst does like 
helping out people, especially young people who had been taken advantage of, since that's may or may not be part of her past. So, I mean, maybe she Glass, isn't that kind of part of, your, uh, part of your deal, too? Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, a threat situation, if you will. Okay. Fair enough. Awesome. Love it. All right, so each of you would mark plus one links with Slip, the driver, and Lizzie, his most exquisite ride. Uh, Fast-moving uh, sports car in the uh, in the vein of uh, Dodge Viper, uh, Knight Rider, any of the uh, things you can think of in this in this vein. Uh, Fairman seen Street Hawk or Airwolf. Uh, this thing isn't just a uh, it isn't just a car. It's a signature piece of personalized equipment which defines speed, aggression, loud, and in-your-face. Uh, and is probably t one of the target, singularly top targets for uh, most of the police and uh, Burbclave enforcement groups out there for this general region. Let's go over to Seamus, alias Glitchfoo on the, on the Matrix. Uh, what is uh, what is the th one of the big things you're known for, and that other people might have uh, taken part in? So, um, when Seamus was a young lad, uh, he liked to uh, kind of poke around on the on the net for secrets and and uh, expose expose them for exposure's sake. And uh, he's one time he uh, stumbled upon. Um, uh, Senator John Kelly embezzling money from his campaign finance and uh, he uh, exposed that and it became quite a, a bigger deal than he expected it to become he was never in it for the politics he just, you know it was a secret and he chooses for the sake of it because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't really he's well out yeah. The important part isn't necessarily that anyone benefits from it. The point is that no one uh, that no one can hide. Exactly. Yeah. No one Got hides. It. So, uh, who might have uh, helped out with this little adventure? Well, in I mean, expose. Glass I... <laughs> <as we're... laughs> isn't in it for the, the politics. He's also barely in it for the truth. But, uh, Fair enough. It sounds like if that's going to cause problems for people. For the right kind of people, which is to say the wrong kind of people, uh, he'd be all over that. Alrighty. So, um, Mark, uh, plus one links with um, Seamus, alias Galichfu. And I think that's all four of our, uh, our stars today. Uh, we are going to be telling a, doing our best to tell a movie story. Depending on the dice rolls and the characters go, this may end up being a triumphant resolution, or it might be a tragedy. We will see. Uh, in today's episode, uh, titled Holographic Happy Meal, uh, as in all episodes of The Sprawl, a crew of intrepid professionals, operators, investigators, combat mercenaries, and uh, freelancers have been recruited together uh, to try and solve a problem and get paid because at some point you got to pay the bills uh, the protection put gas in the tank uh, bullets in the books in the chamber uh, you got to put new clothes on the uh, on the shell 
you know it uh everyone has their own reason for doing what they have to do but everyone who's in this uh adventure is motivated because they're not while they may be backed they're not owned by anyone particularly and that means they've got to pay their own bills and do their own thing uh so there is a move for this and uh every adventure starts with someone getting the job the thing you're paid to do that is going to be rolled with plus links it's part of the basic move set uh and as part of this just as a general disclosure to the audience the way this will work is i we're going to roll in advance uh, we're going to see what the result of the initiating move is and i'm going to narrate kind of what happens based on people's choices and other things may or may not follow from that depending uh so get the get the job is the first uh thing we're going to be looking at uh do, do, do. And um, but before we go there, uh, several of you, a couple of you actually, have the four game moves that you can use to establish hold to accomplish things. Um, and I believe that's um, do, 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 do. my computer's yelling at me. Uh, so I believe that is amethyst and glass have moves uh, that we roll before game. Uh, Amethyst, you have a couple of jobs, and if I'm not mistaken, one of them is uh, pimping, and the other one is uh, you need to roll for these. Let's see here. Let's get out of this section, and I'll pull it up, and we'll go over them with you. Yeah. Pimping and brokering deals. Uh, do, 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 I don't do, know do. if that's what you mean. As an established fixer, uh, as I said, everyone has to pay the bills, and part of the way you do that is by picking up influence, generating money, and preferably both at the same time. So, uh, let's pick up Amethyst's character here on my screen. Do, 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 do. Uh, do you want to describe yourself, Amethyst? Just uh, uh, set sure. the scene. Um, Amethyst is a fairly tone fit woman with feminine curves. She's she's kind of above average height, but she's cool and observing. She is fairly attractive with an easy smile. She likes to she likes to put people at ease before she manipulates them. Um, her wear is comfort meets designer, so she'll do like slim dresses and pantsuits, but she has an armored trench coat that is like business style trench coat that goes over that. And um, I kind of designed her after me, so she has white hair, some hidden decorations and scars from her past, but she kind of keeps that covered up because she likes to come off very natural and professional. All right. So you have... Um two jobs here associated with Fixer. These are the things that you're currently focusing on for your money stream. Uh, that might change in the future, but for today, that's what you're rolling against. And what I show here is this part of what's called hustling. Uh, you have people who work for you in various ways. Roll, uh, pick two from, uh, jobs from the list below. They are the ones we've talked about, pimping and uh, brokering connections. Do, do, do. Uh, and do 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 and roll plus edge so 2d6 and then add edge mm -hmm. i'm also happy to do it using a, a speaker i have here in front of me if you prefer or if you have dice uh or want to type into the chat whatever you're most convenient. oh yeah i was 
I was going to do the chat. Um, Go for it. 2d6 got me a 6 and a 2, and I believe I'm plus 1 to edge. That's a 9, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, plus 2 to edge. No, that's a 1, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's a 9. 9? Okay. Yes. All right. Well, let's see. 7 to 9. One of them is a disaster. And you profit from the rest. So, uh, which one is a disaster? The pimping or the brokering? Hmm. You're Maybe choosing whether you're going to get now. Intel or Credit, and you're also choosing which one I'm going to get oh. to screw with. Um, let's say break it. Brokering deals is, is a failure. Okay. Alright, so you gain one Intel. The group has plus one Intel token, if one of you would like to keep track of that. Uh, we get to reveal that in intel and gear tokens later on in critical moments uh we're essentially you guys prepared well for this mission i don't need to know how just when you need something uh you can reveal intel's information you got you'll tell me then what you did in the upcoming preparation uh to justify it uh so unfortunately while you were brokering deals uh the deal that you arranged went wrong turns out that uh couple people from uh, Time Ruger, one of the uh, ordnance and ammunition companies that a, uh, a local group from um, the Renegade group uh, wanted to buy from in order to outfit their local uh, group of street thugs went bad and both parties are mad at you now. Um, it turns out that both people were dealing in bad faith and because you were represented as a good faith person, both sides are pretending that the other side was lied to by you, and therefore you're at fault. Uh, this is not great for you. It kind of hits your reputation uh, for getting things done. Uh, but more importantly, there are people on the lookout for you from both of these groups, and uh, that may show up later on in our adventures. So, uh, in the meantime, Mark 1 Intel. Let's go to... I believe Glass has a uh, move here. Do, do, that do. is correct. I have uh, Nose for the Story, uh, I believe it's called, which would be uh, my 2d6 plus Edge, which is two. So I'm going to go ahead and roll that. Um, I'm just going to show the camera. By the way, I have these fancy new tactile dice. Uh, find a link to them on my Twitter. And that's five, eight and plus two, ten. Ten. Wow. Right. Uh, ten roll. plus gain three hold. So hold is a a basic value that you a resource. Consider it points. Uh, you have three points to spend during the adventure, based on this. Um, and they are you can spend them to ask one question from the research list, which is one of the questions from the moves from the basic. Uh, move list. Take plus one forward when monstering. That's plus one when you're uh, walking into people's business and getting up in personal with them to try and catch them on the spot. It's uh, as much guerrilla reporting as anything else. Um, find uh, find a piece of evidence that links us to a current story. Basically, um, this is a lot like having uh, intel. You can spend a point to gain a piece of information that will link uh, something to the current narrative and give you information that you didn't uh, think would be relevant. Um, 
And that is what you've got. So uh, I will try to prompt you for that, but please keep it in mind going in forward. As, uh, as well, I may be omnipotent. I am not always omniscient as much as I would like to be. Uh, those are our two moves. Would you like to describe yourself, Glass, for the uh, for the camera? Uh, yeah. Uh, again, I'm um, wearing what Glass wears, which is a uh, um, a double-breasted coat, a fedora, and thick-rimmed glasses. Uh, Glass looks. He looks outdated overall. He's uh, a bit older. He's looks like he's seen some things he looks sad most of the time and um, um got that injector for uh when things go bad yeah that might come around uh maybe you might you might see that we'll see how much stress we get into <laughs> uh, a small device he carries with him and uh if you're rude enough to ask him what that's about, um, eh, he'll say it's uh, just for concentration. Okay. Uh, but maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Seamus, would you like to describe yourself, your character? Sure. Um, Seamus is kind of a short, wiry, youngish, probably early 20s. Um, he's got like spiked hair and it's kind of like it, it's got a little genetic engineering in it like minor genetic engineering that turns it uh, an electric blue that doesn't tend to exist in nature uh, oh all over his body are kind of patches of synthetic skin as like you know he was uh, he was in a a transhumanist gang you know he was slowly replacing pieces of himself with as much synthetic stuff as he could as he had you know opportunities and didn't always go so well because you know street doctors and everything so it just looks patchy and, and uh got it all right so we've got uh we've got the backline hacker who's going to uh, be digging into the matrix, the consensual, the uh, uh, communally held illusion or delusion, uh, which identifies the virtual world. People like uh, Glitch Foo uh, don't just log in using a keyboard or a virtual network system, they literally jump in and attach their vital nervous systems into the system through uh, hookups and hack and navigate at the speed of thought at the risk of uh, the net acting physically upon them at the speed of cyberspace as well. Uh, it's a delusion of grand grand proportion. Uh, which is why uh, we're going to go on to the next scene here. So now we're going to on to get the job, what I had mentioned before. Uh, this is rolled with Edge, so uh, whoever would like to roll for this, I do believe out of your current group, the person with the best number is Glass at plus two. That being said, there's nothing wrong with taking someone who has uh, a lesser number if you think they're going to be better in a social situation. Or if you'd prefer them to take the roll. My dice are hot, apparently, but I'll let anybody else take their shot. <laughs> 
not really uh, Seamus' thing, talking to people and getting jobs, so. I say that would be my thing, but uh, I think, I think, you know, we can let Glass roll this one. Yeah, I got, uh, I got a plus one, but let Glass do it. Yep. Glass is the man. Aura <laughs> speaks we'll volumes. See. We'll see. That is a seven plus two, nine. Nine. Uh, All right. Almost there. So uh, this is uh, how we're going to start it off. Uh, Ten plus, choose three from the list below. Uh, seven, nine, choose one from the list below. All right. So you're basically going to be offered a job, and you get to pick which one of these is true. Um, I get to pick whether the rest are true or not, and uh, whether uh, what you're being told is actually valid. The employer provides useful information, plus intel. I believe that would be your second intel for uh, this mission. Um, the employer provides useful assets, plus gear. In other words, you can pull up a gear token and have a piece of equipment when you need it. The job pays well. You get extra money. The meeting doesn't attract attention. Uh, nobody directly notices that you guys are meeting. The employers identify all. You know who you're working for. Pick one. You can do this collectively as a group. I did. I like the idea of gear. I don't know about you guys. I was kind of thinking that too. That that did kind of sound good. Yeah, Sounds either good gear me. or the uh, identity. I would say would probably be my choice. Yeah, I have I'm, no objection. I'm either, either gear or anonymity would be shameless. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm hearing is gear. Yeah, uh, know who the person know who you're working for or nobody notices that you're uh, getting into the meeting votes mm -hmm. the general vote seems to be for gear as the default option here I'm good with gear gear yeah I can mm -hmm. go with that nice okay. gear. fair enough all right well let's move to the next uh, part of our little adventure where you guys get the job all right so uh, as you guys are uh, moving in, uh, the pickup site has been organized by Amethyst uh, through her contacts. Someone needed a mission fulfilled, and you guys need money. And this is supposedly a minimal risk. By minimal, I mean, they wouldn't be paying for someone if it was zero risk. But for a competent set of people, this shouldn't pose too much of a challenge. Let's bring the volume up just a little bit. Uh, they meet, offer to meet you in a private section of the Nova Bar, a part of the sprawl uh, that's specifically designed for people like you to meet. And uh, they have a section for dancing. They have a, a section for clubbing. They have a section for eating. Or in your case, they have separated tables in which people can meet. But there's enough background noise where it's in public. But also, it's private enough that with the proper security measures, you can have a relatively clandestine meeting. Uh, who's going with glass or going to be there for security or help or do any are you guys doing anything or is he running this one solo slip will go slip will go yeah amethyst you, is there too okay you guys going in are you staying outside to watch what are you guys doing uh i think slip amethyst is gonna go oh sorry amethyst go forth oh i i would go in amethyst would go in go ahead amethyst going in what about to you, Slip? Uh, I think Slip is going to have a drink and kind of watch the crowd and kind of stand guard at a distance and 
see uh, if this guy brought in any goons or security or if there's any kind of foul play going on and, and kind so of just scope it out. Slip staying off to the side and uh, and uh, Amethyst is going with um, with glass so that um, uh, you're going to the table with him. Is that correct? Yes. All right. So uh, let's narrate what happens here and then we'll roll a couple of follow-up rolls as needed. Uh, both of you walk to the location site. It's a it's a table that's set off to the side in the corner, as all good meeting tables are. You can hear the robots and drones uh, delivering orders and taking orders, as well as some of the human people which are requested for certain other jobs. The meeting is on a perfectly glossy matte black uh, piece of synth plastic. Uh, the table rises like a monolith from the floor, and on its surface, you can see three uh, security drone drones. As you come forward, they zip out and hover in up in uh, forming an equilateral triangle, and uh, start broadcasting counter noise, counter uh, sonar, and electromagnetic pulses in order to uh, foil any uh, any type of observation or listening devices. Um, a central device. Uh, pushes out some of the uh, basically a, an industrial fog type uh, projector which creates a zone in the center that's clear and obscures the visual area around where you'll be sitting uh, it's essentially a portable uh, wall screen that obscures visual sight lines and as you walk up a virtual presence device on one side of the table uh, projects a hologram or in this case a holograph of an individual it flares in smoky and pixelated light um, it's neither male nor female uh, the bulge of a breast flows into the um, Adam's apple at a throat flows down to form a bulging bicep and then back down occasionally exposing the flare of a hip and uh, and other tantalizing pieces uh, suggesting much but revealing nothing it is as impressive now for any of you who have technical skill because uh, presenting this in such a way that it's both detailed and also obscured at the same time requires a great deal of resources and really isn't representative of a throwaway type of mission. Uh, uh, there are seats available for marked for four, but uh, you can each of you has the option of sitting down. Uh, anything you want to do here before we move on? Um, uh, entering the the building, Glass has his good custom. Uh, removes his uh, hat, and when he gets to the table, places it down on the table. Um, he looks at the uh, hologram and says, "Nice to finally meet you in the flesh." Your joke is duly noted and acknowledged. Do you have the passphrase? And uh, you would, in this case, Amethyst, from the, the meeting authorization? I do. I do have the passphrase. Amethyst would sit sit down and absolutely look like she was at home here. Like, this it's is a, her facade. You can also try and talk in the first person here. Amethyst is you, and you are Amethyst for our purposes today. Yeah. So what does Amethyst, well, I, what yeah. do you do, Amethyst? Well, um, yeah, like I said, we sit. I sit down, and... 
looking as comfortable as possible because, like I said, that's that's the facade. That's all right. She's here. She's completely in control. So I'm sitting down at the table, put my clutch there, and I, I give him the passcode, whatever it is. Excellent. It is good to hear that security has been observed. I have a mission for you. It pays well. We also have some equipment which you may need. The details are on this micro stick and passes over what uh, looks almost like an old uh, an old uh, Halon style uh, briefcase. It's maxed. It's been uh, chromed and aluminum brushed and uh, has a has a code on the top that will unlock your fingerprints and other bio data from the acceptance have been keyed. If anyone else tries to open it, it will self-destruct. You will voluntarily sever the mission, and you will be classified as a deniable asset. During this particular mission, you and your people are not required to be stealthy. However, if you are discovered or identified, your relationship with this particular employment option will be denied, and there will be no rescue or backup. Is that clear? We would expect. Oh, yeah, that's... Nothing less. Or more. Excellent. Delivery of the product is required for payment. There are bonus options within the mission description, while I will, which I will expect you to review at a later date. Mission details and non-critical data will self-destruct uh, one hour after the briefcase is opened. I suggest you download and prepare the information, and memorize what you need. Any questions? I will take no. your silence as a no. <laughs> and the, uh, the hologram uh, zips back in, the same sound as the lightsaber being uh, drawn back uh, and sucks itself back in. Uh, the fog bank dissipates, and you're left sitting at an empty table um, as uh, small thermite charges burn and frag the, uh, the stealth drones that have been around you, obviously erasing any data. Small... Uh, clouds of smoke and the scent of burned plastic uh, rise into the air. Hey, um... Slip, you're watching for trouble? Slip? Slip? Am I live here? Anyone hear me? I can we hear you. you. Okay. Slip, you're watching for trouble, right? Maybe he gave us the slip. <laughs> Babylon, you out there? If so, you're muted. I would not say that I have the best eyes around, but um, uh, it seems like he's he's frozen on the camera. I just wanted to give uh. Give him a chance to shine for a oh, second, okay. but he's not. Uh... Hello. Hello. Oh, okay. Hello. We there he you. is. Oh wow. Hey, slip. So, I was. I've been here the whole time. I had no idea that I was frozen. Uh, I <laughs> network was, issues. I assume, right? I was talking into the air, uh, as I sometimes do. So, I'm. Um, I'm kind of standing at the uh, at the junction of the meeting room, and okay. kind of where the the dancing and the the clubbing is, and. I flag I flag a uh, a passing uh, server and okay. grab a uh, grab a drink off a tray and kind of like okay. flip a 
flip a credit coin onto the tray and just keep on walking. And I'm kind of just casually yep. observing and uh, I'm just kind of scoping the scene and seeing if anything looks amiss. Yeah, credit is a combination of money and reputation and resources. It's more an abstract thing. The We assume that you have the resources to pick up a drink that you don't have to count it off your uh, off your total is what I'm saying. Awesome. Um, but fair enough. Uh, you're looking for trouble. Give me, uh, you'll need to roll assess, which is a basic move, and that is plus edge. Okay, uh, so. I've got a two and a four uh, plus my edge of one. So that's going to give me a grand total of seven. All right. Seven is a qualified success. You gain one hold. Uh, so you're looking around. I'm going to get in the ensuing action. Uh, I'm going to give the action, you the option of asking a question. I'm going to describe a scenario for you right now as the rest of the group is cleaning up and getting ready to exit. Uh, so um, at this point, um, what you got, what you see in particular is somewhere, uh, a, an optical scanning laser zips down and blasts right over your retina. And you can see it's, uh, strafing right towards glass and amethyst and catches them as well. Uh, your experience in this case, cause this is exactly what, uh, how the Pope Patrol catches people is this is a way of linking a person with a time date stamp to a specific location and to catch their ID irrevocably in a system. Uh, sometimes it's just someone with a desire to monster them and grab their data. And sometimes it's someone with an agenda. So, uh, before I ask you what you want to do, I'm going to give you the option of asking that one question. Here are some of the things you can ask. What potential complication do I need to be wary of? What do I notice despite an effort to conceal it? How is X vulnerable to me? How uh, can I avoid trouble or hide here? Uh, what is my best way in, out, or past X? Where can I gain the most advantage? Who is, what is my biggest threat in this situation? Who or what is in control here? Okay. Um, Big list, any uh, any questions before we uh, move on? Yeah. Uh, what do I notice in spite of someone trying to conceal it? All right. Uh, you've been on the lookout this entire time. And as soon as the laser goes by, you know exactly what's going on. Uh, your eyes, uh, Inevitably, the camera tracks up and uh, starts down at the floor, past the dancing uh, and gyrating bodies and the delivery drones and the people on the commerce floor, and sweeps up to the rafters above that look as if they're so dusty and dirty that they haven't encountered a cleaner in, in decades. Amongst the cobwebs and dust, a, a shadowed figure in a pixelated uh, stealth bodysuit looks like it's uh, in refracts the very light and and draws in darkness is holding some sort of square laser scanner device in their hands and is uh is that has it pointed at the rest of your companions what do you do uh has he noticed that i've that i've made him doesn't look like it it's a figure you're not even sure if it's male or female could be a robot could be a droid could be a human being mm -hmm. uh could be a fixed installation just meant to look like a person you don't know how far how far away is it from it's uh, about standing? 
It's about uh, 40 feet up on a rafter. And if you weren't specifically looking for it and hadn't specifically uh, been guided to it, the laser lights, disco balls, various uh, neon and refractory hairdos and other visual effects in the building would have made it impossible to spot. Okay, so... Uh... I think I want to down the rest of my drink and throw my glass at it. Okay. What is your objective in doing so? Uh, to see if I can to see if I can startle it enough to get a read on what it is, whether it's a person or a hologram or you know, uh, slip uh, slip is a man of action. So yeah, I uh, I operate largely on instinct. So you're gonna try and get it on the run, scare it off. In other words. Or uh, get some sort of reaction that'll uh, that you can pre that you can uh, uh, that you can deal with later. I'm gonna say that's gonna be um, act under pressure. Cool. So roll plus cool for me. And we might have lost you again. Yeah. Oh, and I had just the sound effect queued up for him. Babylon. Talk about pixelated. I think you've been frozen again. I swear it wasn't the hacker. <laughs> Party and fighting already. I love it. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look. I'm going to roll for you. Uh, since you're not there, we'll just do it in the chat. Well, you did very well and got a 14. Congratulations. Literally the maximum possible effect. I think we just lost uh, lost Babylon. Probably Hopefully coming back. Restarting or something. Better. Probably. Log out. Wow, that roll, though. <laughs> that roll, though. Something else. That is the only time I will ever roll high. Yeah. All right. So, um, we are going to move on in this case. Uh, I'm hoping that our driver gets back to us, but uh, on the off chance it doesn't, I'm going to. We're going to narrate as follows. Um, Slip uh, sees something and uh, grabs, uh, downs his drink. Uh, it's an old glass bot, uh, glass snifter, uh, curiously out of date and sort of retro for this kind of place. And with uh, with no hesitation, cocks back and throws it upstairs. Uh, nothing happens. Let's try that again. There we go. And um, a, uh, a explosion happens above, glass flies down, and a figure uh, drops the 40 feet, lands elegantly on the floor. Uh, the figure is uh, garbed in uh, refractory. Uh, in other words, it almost looks like each a thousand tiny pixels have covered its entire body, making it uh, almost blend in with the background, except there's so much light moving around, it's hard for it to stay completely invisible. It blurs 
and uh, immediately, again, without hesitation, sprints for the door. Um, looks like it's uh, heading out the door pretty quickly. It was closer than you guys are. Uh, what do you do? Uh, I, I would look at it and kind of see what went down and look over at Glass and say, Oh, Glassy, it looks like our friend made a mess. <laughs> You guys going to stick around? You going to try and exit the area? Um, we should probably get a move on. I agree. And I would like to try to slip away um, in the middle of a commotion that this has certainly caused. Okay. And mm-hmm. hopefully grab slip on the way as we all... Not even hard to do. Uh, no one's <laughs> random stuff happens all the time. Uh, one of the aspects of this type of environment is guerrilla theater. People will do strange things and try and get recorded doing it so that they can be famous mm-hmm. for a moment. Uh, usually, uh, sensitive to this glass, it's uh, it's the opposite of good reporting. You have to constantly be aware of people who are trying to portray roles and are trying to become more famous than they actually are, and other people who sometimes are there to record them. Hey, you back, Babylon? Here. All right. Glass puts on his puts his hat on on the way out. Try and cover his face <laughs> a little bit. Good news, I rolled for you. You got a fourteen. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Mm-hmm. So how, uh, did, so I, no how prob- did I do? Uh, so um, I shall re-narrate. Uh, you're standing, uh, looking around, and catch sight of this this improbably well-concealed individual. Uh, down your drink. And without hesitation, which is probably why it works, you throw the old-style retro snifter up in the, in the 30 feet towards it and definitely get his attention. The glass breaks. Uh, people start running around. Does the goat say... Um, there's a fair... Yep. There are a fair number of people in the background and who are running around and uh, in the resulting disturbance, uh, your glass and amethyst uh, are able to abscond out the door. Uh, Unfortunately, your quarry does as well, but you've broken up any immediate surveillance they were heading for. Do you want to do anything in particular? Nope. I'm just going to kind of smirk and turn and saunter out the door. All right. So, uh, what kind of uh, base are you guys using for your um, uh, for your discussions for planning this particular mission? Uh, Apartment, computer, uh, probably back at uh, you guys all working. Hey, um, Seamus, are they are they in your uh, apartment? Uh, Do you in? insist on working completely remotely with no human contact what's the deal no they can uh they can they can be held out of my apartment uh all right he doesn't like going anywhere he doesn't really if if, i i presume he like met these people already so like he kind of knows them and, and trusts them somewhat gotcha 
And you've got a plan to get out of here and burn this location if you have to. That's what the motorcycle's for. Exactly. Not entirely sure how you're going to ride it. You've only taken it in for maintenance trips once a year, but it it's, has it's, it's part of the plan. The plan is well documented, bullet pointed, and perfectly formatted. It can drive itself. He's, he's got plenty of experience with AI. Awesome. All right, well, let's go to your apartment. And we are now in said location. Uh, you're in a not, you're in a reasonably nondescript and anonymous uh, flat in part of the sprawl. You can hear random pieces of computer equipment in the area. Uh, you want to describe kind of what your uh, what your digs look like here, uh, Seamus? Yeah, it's a bit uh, not so clean, but um, it, it's it's functional. It's it's a kind of a dumpy, cheap apartment in the uh, cheapish part of town and. Uh, so it's got like a, a sort of metallic refrigerator in, in which he keeps numerous like hot energy drinks and whatnot, and uh, computer monitors streaming throughout the place. On a couple of them, there's some uh, there's a Max Headroom screensaver. Yeah, <laughs> uh, classic. A couple of. Uh, Anachronistic, you know, anime posters on the wall, uh, and All right. uh, he would just kind of uh, be chilling out at a desk or something. Cool. All right. So you guys are at the base. Um, I assume uh, does anyone want to do anything before we open up the uh, open up the mission planning equipment? Uh, would Seamus have nachos lying around so I can eat nachos in character? Seamus would have all kinds of like junky snacks around, so yeah. Not and if not, there's a, if not there's a there's a uh, a printer available, so you can print up some nachos if you need to. That's a win. Excellent. Welcome to uh, uh, 2172, a dark dystopian future where 3D printing uh, now has taken on corn chips and uh, queso dip is even less uh, less all natural than it was before. And there's also like down the hall a, a vending machine that flickers on and off and may or may not give you what you want. Yeah, because mm -hmm. there are at least three hackers in the building who may or may not have entirely compromised the entire operating system. <laughs> and there's at least one tech who may or may not have rebuilt the entire vending system from the bottom up. It's less of a vending system now and more like a uh, a communal uh, project that dispenses food and equipment. <laughs> All right, so um, you guys open up the adventure, uh, in this case, uh, the mission statement. Um, a couple of things show up immediately. Um, this is an extraction. You're asked to break into what appears to be a an underground laboratory uh, beneath a local Macdash Donald's franchise. Uh, it is in the bad part of town. Uh, where most people don't want to go. It can barely be called town, honestly. It's attached to the sprawl only because it's part of the greater metroplex that the better parts were built into. And uh, this place serves more like a... Uh, MacDash is a company... You know what? Uh, I've got an answer for this. Uh, it's, a, it's a company that works on selling mercenaries and also feeding uh, people at home and abroad... 
if you give me just a second, uh, you guys uh, will will find out exactly uh, what it's about. Do do do. There we go. That's what I want. So, and everybody's heard of Mac Dash. That's how it's referred to. It's not McDonald's. It's Mac Dash. There, it has a cartoons. It has advertising, recruiting posters, as merchandising. And uh, here's one of its ads. Here at Mac Dash, we think of ourselves as a helping company. Our elite military contractors are helping protect your freedom while we expand our acreage overseas. We provide militaries and patriots everywhere our prepackaged meals ready for chow line products. Keeping the forces of freedom safe and fed everywhere. MRC. Mm -hmm. Good eating. Back home, we're putting food on the table. Whether it's your table with our prepackaged Patriot pot pies or hungry hero dinners. Or maybe it's you coming to one of our tables. Mm -hmm. Where you can pick out one of our angry Angus burgers. Our dog dog hot dogs. Our daisy goat shakes. Or any Arizona fries. That all come in three sizes. Regular, large, or my favorite, captain size. That's right. Just look for the golden M's for one of our franchises. Mm-hmm. Fighting for freedom. Feeding the homeland. Feeding our soldiers. Mac Dash. A helping company. Everybody loves Mac Dash. Donald's. And that's how most people uh, think of McDonald's in this age. I picture Seamus like slapping the skip ad button frantically. Yep, and it inevitably comes back up. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's hysterical. Every time, uh, every time you guys try and uh, restart the mission log or something, it still plays. Everybody loves Macdash! <laughs> Donald's! Courtesy of our production here at Knights of the Barrel, ladies and gentlemen, real sound effects uh, done <laughs> done in real time. <laughs> All right, and that is uh, that's company. Of course, you're not going for that. You're going for the laboratory, which is supposedly underneath this uh, franchise location. Um, it's a very Western country themed, if you could tell from the advertisement. Um, Annie, Arizona, and company were part of their original sort of down home prairie uh, marketing team. Uh, they traditionally, their mascot is a giant clown in cybernetic body armor with camouflaged overalls and uh, holds a machine pistol in one hand, firing bullets which uh, seed the ground with tombstones, and the other hand hands a pitchfork with which he cultivates the land and feeds the masses. Uh, it's topped off with a radar dish hat that looks kind of like a straw hat. His uh, call sign is Pitchfork 1 and Captain Ronald 
feeds the world while keeping it safe. And at least once every episode, calls home to talk to his little girl, Annie Arizona, while she's on the farm with Dog Dog and Daisy Goat. Uh, and just has to complete this one more mission before uh, before getting home. It just never quite seems to make it. Uh, the mission in this case has you diving down, un uh, breaking into the laboratory, which is underneath. You'll have to do the research because they don't have uh, specific plans. Uh, there is a lab underneath, they say it's very small, and they need you to get a sample of the material that is inside. And bonus, if you can get uh, some of the files and research material, research data, uh, which is going to be there as well. They don't care about collateral damage, you just need to get the equipment and other items. They prefer that there not be any witnesses. Uh, you can take that as, as however you want. They just need that information, they need you to get away clean. So, you have a break-in at a distant, and they have a location for this place. Uh, consider it a uh, the wrong side of the track sort of place. Uh, it's the local stop and rob. It probably has some guy who's under an internship, otherwise known as indentured servitude, while a bunch of robots uh, serve up food and uh, and commercials run and run reruns of Ron run in the background. People can eat there. Um, and as far as you would know, it'd be pretty obvious if they had a direct laboratory, so how they're hiding it is of question. And now we get to the meat and potatoes. You have a little bit of time here, 24 hours, according to the time frame, to plan a mission to uh, recon, which will get you one experience, to penetrate, which will get you another experience, to uh, escape or to acquire the goods, which will get you th a third experience, and to escape with those uh, those goods, it will get you two more experience. So, five experience total if you can complete the mission. How would you like to go about this? Consider this a tactical application of your communal skills. Uh, each of you can do one or two things before we are going to start mission time, and that starts at what is it right now? 4.07, so at about 6.05, we are going live with mission. What do you guys, uh, what's your plan? Thoughts? How would each of your character, how would each of you approach this particular problem to gain resources and help plan out the penetration? Seamus uh, pulls out some, finds some popcorn, uh, pulls up a Batman the Animated Series episode called Critters, and uh, says, it's research. Fucking love it. <laughs> Flip just glares. Like, seriously? What? I mean, it, it's it's all about... It, it, it's all about giant raptor chickens and evil farmers. That's clearly what we're going after. Evil farmers. Flip had to waste a half a glass of perfectly good cheap bourbon tonight he's just in no mood i know i saw it was hilarious <laughs> security cameras all over the place there man you, i want to see the replay you have that oh sure here he pulls it up <laughs> oh man look i look good look at that look at that leather jacket look at oh right there see right there it's a little grainy Good angle. Good angle. I want you to. I want you to airdrop me a, a live photo. Sound is. Uh, it's just the the whole scene is just mapped out in uh, in three D live. 
touched up with uh with the appropriate photo tools. Looks like you're going for the uh, the pitch over the home plate. <laughs> Every time. A little, little bit of a 3D tilt to it, almost like a half hologram. You got it. You got because I have limited time though. Um, how are you going to go about getting this stuff out of this location? And uh, what are each of uh, should note at this point that anyone who wishes to, some of you are particularly good at, may declare a contact or in uh, amethyst. I still want to say sapphire there. Just I cannot <laughs> squelch the instinct. Uh, may declare two contacts. These are people that you know who may have information. And you would roll hit the street, which is style, in order to talk to them and potentially gain gear, knowledge, or uh, advantage in the meantime. Yes, I, I feel like I feel like at this point I was propped up behind the wall, just like watching these guys relive the scene. And then she walks up and she's like, "Well, if you boys are done, I think we can get started." And uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'd like to do. I would like to uh, clear contact. contact and use hit okay. the street. I think if I'm yeah. So the objective in this case is that you want to get a specific thing. Uh, you are going to, everyone gets to declare it once, you get to declare it twice because you're a fixer. Uh, if you wish to, you don't have to do two. Uh, I am pointing out that you have the option of doubling down if you want. And then we'll roll on hit the street and see what you, see how well the interaction goes. So you're going to say that you're going to a, a person or a group for a thing. And depending on how your role goes, we'll narrate how that happens. And as a result of that, you will write down the name of the person or group on your character sheet as a permanent contact, which you may use later and may be part of the game, uh, as we talked okay. about. Any uh, any preference for what you think would be useful in this particular uh, particular situation? Um, I, I mean, qualities-wise, I was thinking someone who is maybe a little bit in the seedy underbelly and may know about this, but is also kind of intelligent and would know something about a laboratory. So, okay. um, I don't, I don't know what all you, you need me to describe about them. I, I don't need anything in particular. I just need a name. I just need to know what you're trying to accomplish by going to see them. Um, I want to figure out what exactly they do in this laboratory. Um, like what kind of stuff is maybe like what kind of things are being like what kind of equipment what kind of things are being brought into the laboratory and brought out of the laboratory so somebody who would have their hands kind of in that part of it because okay. that seems reasonable so you want so. someone who's in the seedy underbelly of this kind of place that um, that even though it's supposed to be a total secret I mean someone knows yeah. about it and you want to see if there's yeah. any word on the street about it yeah all right uh, don't you have a, a move like reputation or something like that I do um, and what does I that do? say exactly I will tell you. Let me let me scroll back up to it. Um, it is called yeah, it's called reputation. It says when you meet someone of consequence who might have heard of you, roll edge on hit. Say how you know them. Uh, Ten plus take plus one forward with them, and then if I miss, you decide what they've heard about you, if anything. Okay. And so then, uh, yeah, that's do you want to do that? You can do that to try and preload this interaction. If it doesn't go well you're pretty much saying at this point that you're going to have problems in this upcoming interaction, but it's a way for you to stack the dice if you want to. Yeah, I can do that. I have a okay. plus one edge, so I would okay. just roll edge to start, right? Uh, yep, 2d6 plus edge. Let's see if I did that right. Um, oh, wow. That's absolutely atrocious. I just, I just got a four. A, a four. 
four. <laughs> We're not off to a good start. It's a, it's a one and a two. So, you remember before I said you had that little problem with um, Renegade, mm-hmm. the Renegade group, and Time Ruger? Well, the Renegade group basically runs a lot of the bad town parts, and you have a contact there. Uh, do you want to give me a name? Uh, Jacques. It's coming to my mind. I don't know Jacques. why. Jacques. Jacques. MC Jacques is... Uh, Renegade Group uh, has a very specific business model. You start as a thug enforcer, you do work, and uh, if your work is flashy enough and you have a good enough personality, they'll let you run a TV show or most likely uh, do your own album. If that goes really well and you have enough fame in your particular community and you make enough money for the group, then you'll be put in charge of the community. It's a weird sort of pyramid-based promotion-slash-violence-slash-management structure, but it works for them pretty well, uh, and it's all based on reputation. And you fucked him over. He didn't get the the gear he needed when he needed it. He's not super fond of you right now. Uh, so you're going to him for information about this lab. Let's see what you roll uh, plus style. All right. Um, I believe. Let me look at my stats. I have plus two style, so let's see how you it goes. And you're going to need it. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Oh, I wow! I keep rolling ones. I am not going well. I got an eight. Wait, yeah, five, six. No, that's not right. Yeah, that's right. It's a six plus two. Eight. I, I can't add. Eight. Okay. Yeah. So on an eight, let's see. On a seven plus, you get what you want. A ten plus, you get a little something extra. Seven nine, choose two from the list below. Plus some sass for me because you failed your other one. Here we go. <laughs> no charge. Uh, you get to pick two of these. Your request is going to cost you extra. Your request is going to take some time to put together. Probably not in your best interest given how short a time frame mm-hmm. you're working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, your request is going to attract unwanted attention or consequences. Your contact needs you to help you out with something. If you turn them down, take minus one on this move until you make it right. Jacques is going to just ruin your day publicly until you get this down. Uh, Those are, you pick two of them. Oh, I have to pick two. Okay. Um, Let's go with your request is going to cost extra. And your contact needs you to help them out with something. All right. That's going to be fun. (laughs) So... Uh, in another apartment, much like this one, uh, except this one is uh, covered in headshots, marketing materials, uh, several uh, several crime scene still stills, and uh, newspaper articles uh, identifying and chronicling Jacques' many achievements in his local neighborhood. Uh, he's a fixer of his own himself, although it usually involves a mag dump and uh, and walking away at high speed before the popo get there. Uh, he fixes, quote-unquote, giant air quotes, problems for people. You know, he, he's more about separating uh, people from the resources rather than putting them together with connections, that sort of thing. Mm. So, you want me to, to give you the information, right? You want, uh, you want to know about this place? Okay, I can help you out there. That's the thing I can do. But you got to understand, I, uh, you put me out. I got a reputation. So, I'm going to need you, I'm going to need you to give me uh, I'm gonna get you to make it right. 
I'm going to need you in the next time. You're going to have to pay. You're going to have to uh, equip my boys with whatever they want, even if it's high end. Uh, I'm going to need some hard. I'm going to need some steel, the iron pipeline. You understand? Any uh, oh, yeah, points to a picture of um, uh, it's ripped right out of the movie Boondock Saints. Uh, it's the, the gun room at, at one of the scenes and it looks like a room it's full of just grab bags of random weapons, magazines, ammunition uh, high tech gear. Uh, so, here's the deal. You're going to forfeit whatever money you were going to get on this little mission and you're going to give it to me. And when we're done, we're going to be square and you'll be successful. And, you know, if you get paid extra for the job, fine. But I'm going to need those three creds you were going to make for this. Or whatever your, whatever your employer is going to give. I nod and look at him and look at the picture and say, I think we can do that. I, okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so going forward, it's, uh, Jacques says, you know, it's, uh, you're going to be known as my supplier. Exclusively, right? You're not no, going to sell to these people on this other side. So you're not going to sell to this guy, this guy, or this guy. And they're, they're all the people, and they have, like, names, and they're, like, ranked. You can tell, like, it's the front of the it's at the front of the office, and they're just listed. They're, they're headshots, like, pictures of these other people in his, in his territory. And they all have like hand scribbled numbers, and they're all listed in descending order: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You can tell that it's an order of reputation. It's basically a hit list for him to advance. He's got to take out or overcome. So you're not going to sell to them. Understand? You're mine. You work for me. Okay. Now, Jacques, I don't make any promises, but you're going to make a promise here. You you're going to make a promise here. And then I'm gonna make it right with uh, with the rest of my group, so you don't have any more problems. Otherwise, you don't get nothing, and you're on my bad list. You don't want to go up. The, you don't want to be on there. He points to the list of people. I got security. I got a picture. Of you. I can add it right now. You want me to print it out? You want me to put you there on the list? No, I think I like to keep my picture off of that list. All right, we got a deal. All right, so uh, you can mark intel in this case. Um, uh, did you want to try that again? What, with another contact? Oh, yeah, you've got the option. <laughs> it went really well this oh, time. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it. It went so well, I'm a little <laughs> afraid. I'm honestly... You don't have to. I'm just uh, letting you know you have the option. Um, we'll skip it for now, and I'll let somebody else go. All righty. So let's move back over to uh, who wants to go next? Does anyone want to do any prep work for this? Again, you don't have to. Just asking what you're doing in order to prep, and you're going to have to make your plan. I can do uh, research. You do research? Sure. All right. You're going to go online to the uh, onto the matrix. Oh yeah. All right. Well, that requires a change in scenery. It'll pull out a pull out a uh, wire. And, uh, from one of his uh, computer decks and uh, plug it into a bucket just above his ear uh, right in mid the midst of his hairline <laughs> starts jacking in prepping himself up 
So, um, are you going straight into the uh, matrix? You're gonna just start hacking around, try and make some contacts, and see what happens. Yeah, just see what I can pull up on research for uh, this location. All right, well, let's bring you up. All right. You are in the uh, mass-held consensual hallucination called the Matrix. All around you as you jack in is a giant polygon and uh, holographic pixelated world roughly approximating the sprawl around you, but in bright neon blinking colors, almost like a cartoon version of the world that you're in right now. It lacks the grime, and yet the bright neon it seems somehow sterile and washed out. It's your home. It's where you live. It has all none of the dirty, meanness, meaty nastiness of the real world. Here, you can excel because you're hacked in direct into the center. So, uh, you have a couple moves, I believe, that work with this. And uh, are you? What are you going to do? You're going to hack into some players. You can do some research here on the net. Uh, what are you trying to do? I was just thinking, uh, research. Okay. What are you trying to find out? Um, kind of about what the, 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 the place, the, uh, underground lab that we're supposed to be breaking into. You want to get their location, kind of what the security system might be like, see if the lab is present on the, yeah. on the net. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's uh, bring you in. So you're going to look around. Uh, and you actually have a move for this. It's Console Cowboy. Um, but uh, let's see here. You're probably... Uh, are you trying to just do research about it? Or are you trying to, if you can find it, actually hack into the location? I guess is my question. Oh, yeah. Um, let's actually try and hack into the location and try to get kind of some, some sort of presence on there to uh, okay so you switch locations over to the uh to the uh place itself you can either try to find it or you can spend one of your in groups of intel and actually find out the location and and uh requirements to actually access where you think the lab is your call. I believe there's only one group uh, Intel token currently. Is that correct? Uh, that's what I've got. Yep, I've got one. All right. So, uh, do you want to burn it now, or do you want to risk the risk the die roll and uh, see what Lady Luck has to say? Let's say you all, even though you're not in here. <laughs> call. You all want me to burn it, or do you just want me to roll? I say, if you can get into it, use the Intel. Go for it. Cool. All right. All, All right. We can always get some more. It's true. It's true. All right. So let's do uh, an Intel check. Uh, what you're going to do is console cowboy, first of all. Oh, I have to roll. I have to roll for that. <laughs> yep. I'm bringing it up now. I'll tell you what it is. So as a hacker, you're not just a guy with a keyboard. You're not just someone slinging ones and zeros. You are directly hardwired into the matrix. Nerves, 
chemical processes. The system has you jacked in with custom hardware, something more than just an Otis Endi 5. You're dealing an NGO 6732 hardwired thorough gauge connection to the to the matrix that drives at 10,000 times faster than the average person can type react or comprise any sort of response. You are in the Mercedes Benz that's been jacked up, rebuilt, refit. If Lizzie was a computer system, you you would be running her right down the heart of the matrix into this location system. As a bot as a byproduct of that, you're not just hacking like most people would. You're slightly ahead of the game, and that's important. So uh, let's take a look here. Do 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 Uh, console cowboy, when you connect to the secure system, which is what you're doing, roll plus mind. Uh, and that's what we're going to do first. And you have plus two on mind. That is 2d6 plus two. You got it. It would help if I did that right. It would. But I've screwed up a couple of rolls here and some typing stuff, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. I can also type it in the chat for you. Ask whatever you want to, uh, if you need help. Let me know. I got a eight. An eight. Okay. So it was an eight. You get a plus one, uh, I believe. Let me just verify that. Do, do, do. Uh, do, do, do. All right. So, uh, is that we rolled an eight, or is that including the plus two? Uh, that's including plus two. Plus two. All right. You gain one hold, so you're ahead of the game by one. That means you can use it to bypass systems or break in. In reality, what you're going to try and do right now is compromise their security. And uh, compromising, there are some basic moves that you can try and do in this case. Um, intelligence lets you research. Uh stuff about the system so you can do that you can try and directly compromise their security which would let you roll plus edge you can let them try uh, or you can try and manipulate the system using um uh, synth if they're physical parts of the location most likely what you're going to want to do in this case is roll plus int um, um which means you're going to try and research and get specs on their system also you're already in so what could go wrong right Exactly. So, let's roll 2d6 plus int. And I'm going to assume at this point that you've just used your console cowboy hold to just totally bypass the security system and you're going right into the research phase. You're in there, you're, uh, you're past, their, past their defenses. I'm going to tell you how this looks once we've uh, done the die rolling and describe it. Uh, was I, where, what's, what's my end? It's a uh, plus two. Oh, is that mine? 
So what's your? Let me know what your result is. I got another eight, apparently. Another eight total. All right. So seven nine. First of all, take intel. So you get another intel token for the group. Good job. Um, and you get, and uh, you get one of the following questions answered. Uh, as well as a follow-up question. So you're gonna basically going to get to get two, or once you get the answer to this question, you can ask another one. Where would I find X? How secure is X? Who or what is related to X? Who owned or employed X? Who or what is most valuable to X? What is the relationship between X and X? And you've got... How all right, and I'm assuming you're talking about the physical location where this is. Is that correct? Correct. All right. So, when you, from what you can tell based on uh, your research, uh, it is uh, most of this location security is based in its obscurity. I'm gonna, as we're talking about this, the first thing that the camera pans around is the almost comic book uh, or cartoonish world. Uh, there's a over. Uh, an over-pixelated version initially on the screen of a Mac Dash Donald's franchise. It's not a very good one because this is not a great part of town and no one's really invested a lot of money into it. And yet, as you're trying to log into the system, even here... Everybody loves Mac Dash! <laughs> Donald's! But with a... With a, uh, with a facility for computer systems and options that you're well known for, Glitch Foo avoids the glitch, bypasses a pretty pedestrian off-the-shelf off the set of uh, security guidelines and walks right into the, uh, the baseline coding. Once you walk into the franchise, you can see that there's an entirely separate section which has been blocked off with, blue, with a mix of blue and red ice, uh, which again, you can bypass using your console cowboy. Um, you find yourself in the middle of basically a very cartoonish, square blocky version of the inside of a Mac Dash Donald's franchise. And stepping around the back counter, you can uh, look at all the systems, in other words, the nodes that run the place, including the iced over section involving the research center. Security for the system involves initially uh, it's underground. You're going to have to get past what appear to be some sort of automated robot guards, um, a physical door which is uh, which is maglocked in the floor in the back room, and then there's a clean room inside, which means that there's a an area where the scientists and people work, and then there's an experimental area, which is where the materials handled that's been sealed off with. Uh, a vacuum sealed room uh, with safety glass and you can use Waldos and manipulators in order to manipulate the material inside. It's not designed to come in contact with human people. So to summarize, you're going to have to get into the building. Not that hard. It's a public restaurant. You're going to have to get behind a counter slightly harder. It's uh, you're not really supposed to go there. You're going to have to get past a maglock security door, um, probably a hatch in the floor somewhere in that back room. Uh, not too difficult, but uh, it would have been hard if you didn't know it was there. And then there's there are at least two kinds of robot guards or something uh, between you and the security room. Also, there's uh, there are basic observational and security devices which report back to, I mean, wherever who's ever watching this lab. Still not clear whether this is a just Mac Dash that's been compromised or whether it's an official Mac Dash location. Follow-up question. Any? 
Uh, from that list. Yep. Uh, can you read the list again? Can you read them again? Yep. Okay. Where would I find X? How secure is X? You've already asked that one. Who or what is related to X? Who owned or employed? Who or what is most valuable? What is the relationship between X and X? And that's it. Who or what is most valuable? Let's ask that. That's uh, like a shameless question. <laughs> uh, you, it could be most valuable to you. It could be the people running the lab. It could be the Mac Dash location. Um, most valuable to this mission. Let's go with most valuable to the people running the lab. Okay, that's not hard to do. Uh, it's whatever is uh, whatever is in the uh, hard coded database you're looking at is probably that one's that one's been that one's still under ice. But you can tell that's where the security information is, uh, the information that that someone wants you guys to extract. That and the physical materials that are behind the behind the glass door. Congratulations! You have uh, you've done your your back research. We have some uh, some basic gear and reputation uh, that people have picked up. Uh, that leaves glass and slip. Glass, do you have anything you want to do here? Um, after I pull us back out of the matrix. Oh, and um, if I can go back for just one second. Uh, Seamus, this does mean that you've already broken into their system. So you haven't broken into the database that has the experimental stuff, but you're already locked in for now. So cool. uh, I'm not going to make you go back over that. Okay. Okay. Good work. Uh, so go I, ahead, Glass. I think I could um, spend one hold to get something else out of the research list. Sure. What do you want? Um, which seems like it would be uh, appropriate okay and i want to know who owned or employed this particular mac dash um meaning who was actually operating it uh who's in charge <laughs> yeah all right so um that's uh you're spending your hold from your um nose for story is that right uh one i have three that was really all good right one. so you're spending one um it isn't hard for someone in your position to track this kind of thing down You've done the experience and done the done the kind of work before. It's not like the whole protection of this kind of place isn't that it's super secure. It's that no one in their right mind would put a secure ex uh, research base underneath a fast food franchise. It's so dumb that it's it, its own protection. Uh, it's not that hard to track down at least the initial property owners through a couple of uh, shell companies. And once you've um, once you've done your your background work, it looks like NGO. Uh, that's non-genetic oversight. The people who do bio-research and uh, things have looked at this and turned it down. Uh, the Yes Group, uh, yesterday's evolutionary, is, uh, is basically fronting the whole location and have secured some sort of partial local administrator rights and are running this particular experiment. It's very much their style, too. They're sort of the, the mystery men that try not to be found or do anything uh they uh they're very much into the old ways so 
doing this sort of experiment privately is kind of up their alley. Excellent. Okay. We know who we're dealing with. Yeah. So there's definitely a MacDash con uh, connection in here somewhere, but the people doing the actual base are definitely yes. Okay. Uh, and uh, as as um, Glass is doing this, you can see the hard-boiled uh, reporter walking around, typing quickly um, at super fast, 120 words per minute on a keyboard, speaking, doing social engineering, talking to different people, Asking people uh, new yen and other credits in order to get information, building up a background, and then uh, putting it all together in uh, on a billboard on a uh, a cork board in his office with uh, pieces of uh, synth string and colored wire, linking all the stories up until it points uh, to yes as the final answer to his question. Oh yeah, he's old school like that. I was him. That was the picture I assumed you were going for. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, and that leaves us with uh, a little bit of time extra. Hey, uh, Slip, are you doing anything in here? So I was going to see if I could uh, hit the streets okay. and uh, maybe get some gear. Okay. Um, what kind of gear uh, are you looking for? Uh, I uh, I also am uh, somewhat low-tech in my own way, so I was thinking that we ought to get some MacDash uh, uniforms so okay. that we can all uh, put those on and uh, have that bias at least a little bit of time until we uh, start attracting attention. So you're going to uh, hit the streets, talk to someone out there, and see if you can uh, grab some some cast-off coveralls and uh, the whole Mac, Mac Dash uniform? Yep. All right. So that's uh, plus style, isn't it? It is. Although, I believe you have a move uh, that modifies that. Is that right? Uh, uh, you have a bunch so, of stuff that you can do with your car that helps you with things like this. Okay, let's see. I think the only other move I declared was a hot shit driver. Let's see. I think hot shit driver will help me in this case. Give me a sec here, and I'll give you a hand with it. Oops, that would have gone badly. So, if you look under um, your car move, under the descriptions of the different uh, mm -hmm. flags that you chose, uh, the tags, several of them talk about how you can add its power or its look to different roles. Oh, okay. Let's see. Sleek and powerful. We're going to go in a bad part of town, because that's where you do, that's where you hit the streets, right? Where you do bad stuff. Be bad guys, I think that's the quote. Yeah, <laughs> do bad stuff, be bad guys. You can hear the, you can hear the burn pile in the trash can in the background where we are. It's obviously a bad part of town. Someone fires a laser pistol. There's a dog barking. <laughs> bad things, bad things are happening. <laughs> All right. Uh... Let me see if I can pull up something here and give you a hand. Uh, do, do, do. Do, 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 do. So it's under second skin. 
Okay, let's see. Look in here. Uh. It's been one hold. Let's see. Okay, it doesn't look like that's. I'm thinking of a different move. I apologize. No, I don't, uh, On the other hand, uh, they only uh, let me. Uh, they only let me do that if I'm actually driving. Yeah, uh, there's another move. I'm sorry that I forgot. Uh, that helps you when you hit the street. You can pick it and uh, gives you advantage of the vehicle. Uh, you didn't pick that one. Uh, that's okay. Um, so I have this picture of you driving around in Lizzie, going to meet someone uh, from your bad old days. Someone that the uh, the Pope Patrol would not be super happy about you uh, you talking to. Uh, what's uh, give me a name and uh, who you're contacting to get this stuff? Because you don't want just the coverall. You want the full look. You want the background material. You want everything put together so you guys can just walk past the front door and no one will notice, right? Yeah. Let's say uh, let's say she's called Roxy, and okay. uh, she's the uh, She's the head of a uh, a small time gang of uh, young uh, lady hoodlums who uh, pull to do small time jobs, and who I've uh, had some interactions with. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so hit the streets plus style. That little two d six add style, and let's see. Six and a four. Nice. So I have you no are, style. It doesn't I matter have no if I'm style, rolling. But I do have a ten. I mean, you have plenty of style. I have. That's all the style I needed. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, let's go and <clears throat> pull this up here for you. Do, 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 do. When you go to contact for help, roll style. You've done that. Uh, seven plus, you get what you want, so you're getting it. Ten plus, you get a little extra. Choose Intel or gear. All right. So I want gear. So no, you're already getting the stuff you're asking. Well, I'm already, I'm already getting the gear. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then I'll take, I'll take another this intel. Is, all right, another intel token. So you now have two intel tokens and one gear in reserve, I believe. Yep. As a group. Uh, so, just uh, rocks. Uh, the uh, our, this is uh, all of these are occurring in sort of like little montage scenes, cut pieces. If you ever seen the A Team or TV shows like that, where all the people are going out in their little missions. You never see the you never see the whole thing because that would take too long in a thirty minute episode to be cut short. Instead, you just see the key moments. And uh, in this case, it's uh, Lizzie. Um, the camera flows over sensual curves, the pixelated edges and gun ports, and uh, pictures of flash of uh, of lights of the minor six inches of tire, which can be seen grabbing the road. The rest of it's covered by armored. Uh, curves of steel and uh, synth synth plastic and uh, driving up and turning with the uh, with the little lights underneath the vehicle so it looks like it's uh, driven by some sort of radioactive power source pulling up in front of this uh, this old playground there are a bunch of women in uh, leather uh, heavy leather armor synth suits and other equipment most some of them are dressed up in fine evening wear uh, and some of them are dressed 
uh, kind of punk. The rest, uh, there's at least one woman uh, hanging, uh, standing by the swing set, except one of the swings is replaced with uh, with a 50 caliber machine gun hanging on a reinforced chain. It's uh, pointed directly at you, and the uh, the belt fed is uh, pulling over her shoulder. And you know damn well that if you screw up here, uh, that's not um, that that's not a joke. Fortunately for you, Roxy has a favorable opinion of uh, of of the bad bad old sheep coming back to town. Where you been, stranger? Gee. Hey. Is that Lizzie? Is that still Lizzie? Oh. That was my other favorite lady. Oh, oh, still second. I can never compete with that car. Never could. You are right, though. Yeah. Well, you didn't come here for old news. What'd you come here for, big boy? I need a thing. You always need a thing. Yeah. I need bad this time, though. What you need? We need some Mac Dash swag. Uniforms, maybe badges. Uh, we need to we need to look like fry cooks. You trying to get a job, Slip? Yeah, me. You know better. Man, you know they're always hiring. Everybody loves Mac Dash. <laughs> Donald's. Me with a job, that'd be the day. You just want to look like you have a job there, is that right? Right. Well, I do have a job, it's just not for them. Uh-huh. You got a job, it's just not that job. I get it. We can do that. We can do that for old time's sake. You're going to come by again, though, right? You know it. You know Jessie's over there, and if you don't come back, she's going to be real upset and might want to put some, uh, might want to give you a preemptive reason to come to the repair shop. Mm-hmm. That'd be bad. We had, a, we had a little scrape with that last time, almost. A scrape. He scrape, he says. Yeah. Yeah, I had to replace I had to replace two limbs after that. Mm, I had to replace a headlight. You. That's almost worse. Almost. Careful. Careful, Slip. And, and so I'm kind of like... I turn back around toward Lizzie, and I kind of turn around and, like, wink at the machine gun and head back toward the car. All right. I'll get it delivered. You owe me, Slip. Always. Always, always. And uh, she turns back as you guys, as the car drives away. Always the bridesmaid. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And you guys have prepared. You've set yourself up for a little adventure. Uh, We are going to take a brief intermission here uh, in case people need to set up. And then we will uh, begin the mission itself, say, in like five minutes. Unless anyone wants to do anything else, I think uh, Amethyst, you had one uh, one more contact. Did you want to roll for it, or you want to leave it where it is and uh, let sleeping dogs lie? Uh, we can roll for one more really quick and see. Oh uh, yeah, what do you want to? What are you aiming for this time? Uh, let's see. Do you guys want some gears so we can we can break through this this? door for sure or so right now you have one gear token and two two intel tokens uh you also have coming in a stack of uniforms so you can all look like mac dash employees and mm-hmm. uh as of right now uh glitch foo is locked into the node and uh he hasn't broken into the uh to the red ice that's covering that data research center but um, it wouldn't be too hard for him to try and engage manipulating the, the security systems and manual options there. 
you've got your your bases covered. What else do you think you would need in this case? What do you guys think? I, I was I was thinking about that door for one, but otherwise, do you have ideas? Yeah, for for spending a, a gear token for a specific gear, I think something like um, plasma she's cutter. Talking about the, she, yeah, I she's mean, talking do I want to get another gear token? Uh, yeah, she has the option yeah, of yeah. It's it's you're asking for something right. specific. Gear tokens and intel tokens are things you earn as parts of moves. Okay. Like okay. when uh, Slip just went out and got these uniforms, that's not a gear token. That's physically stuff okay. he's trying to get by hitting the stream. Oh, okay. Does that make cool. sense? Yeah, I know yeah. it's a little abstract. The other things mm -hmm. are things you can pull off when you need them, like how uh, how Seamus uh, used one of your Intel original Intel tokens to figure out the exact lock on the web where the uh, site for this particular uh, Mac Dash and and the associated lab were located. Gotcha. Spend it when when it matters. Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. and then afterwards you would describe uh, how you got that information, which I don't think I did with Seamus, which is my fault. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so is there anything else that you particularly you guys are looking for that um, and like gear for doing X or Y well um, I kind of want to oh, go ahead <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say that uh, the, um, <clears throat> the, uh, the uniforms the disguises are, are good for humans but um, if we could have something that would um, either hide us from uh, the other surveillance systems or something to disable them. Uh, Probably want to do something about those robots. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, you're going to look for something that's going to take out uh, robot security systems, etc.? Like a, yeah, a, a localized EMP blast or something like that? Ooh. Yeah, some fun tech. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm good with that. I know what you're looking for. <laughs> Some Got weapons. it on the mine. Alright, so we're rolling for no contact. Yep, hit the streets. Wanna drop that EMP. Alright, yeah. so um roll plus style uh, do you want to is this another thing where your reputation might help you? Or do you not um, want to take that for chance? Tech? Maybe not for tech. I just I feel okay. like that's probably not her biggest area, so we'll just we'll say not. So is this okay. style, right? Right? Okay. All right. Um, I got a six. I'm just lots of winning moves today. Six total. <laughs> yes, total with everything. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Having a day today. It, it looks like Slip has all the luck, and I do yep. mean all the luck. Uh. All right. Mm. So, um, you uh, go to your contact. Uh, you want to give me a name? It's definitely not Jock in this case. No, 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 no. It's not Jock. Um, you don't want to go back on the list. <laughs> <laughs> no. How about no? something cool like cyanide or something? Cyanide's the uh, password or the name? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right. Uh, cyanide in this case is a contact, uh, and I use contact in the most extreme sense. <laughs> Some people who live on the outside need a place to trade, and you're one of the fixers who provides them a route to do so. On the edge of 
one of the uh, one of the old Habstack sections. It's an old twenty uh, first century apartment building area. It used to be a business park. It's got repurposed. Uh, there's a clan of people located uh, uh, place parts of their body with uh, mechanical pieces like things like scissors or other uh, simple devices that are powered by uh, electro engines and other sorts of weird modifications. Others graft animal body animal parts onto themselves or have them genetically mutated. Uh, some of them are just mutants that have come in from the outside. But as a result, they forage everywhere and they have contacts outside the sprawl in the Badlands, the Cursed Earth. And uh, if you want weird old tech, these are the kinds of people you have to go through. You go in, uh, you're never really sure what to do with cyanide. Um, cyanide, in this case, is uh, gets a name because it's a, a used to be a person. And now uh, his body, their body has been ravaged. Uh, they look like a, an upwhite talking white rat that's been hit with mange and uh, irradiated. Uh, the joke is cyanide looks like they got hit with rat poison. And there you go. Uh, they've decided to embrace the look and make it their own. Uh, they never talk. Uh, you end up making hand signals and typing quickly on a stylus or drawing. Uh, cyanide, it's your request, passes you something, and uh, sends you back out. Uh, it looks like a standard grenade. It's got a, uh, in this case, it's got a pin, except the pin in this case is the separation between the contacts, which will initiate a power surge, which will uh, blast a localized EMP blast, or at least that's what it said. It's big plastic prefab. This doesn't look like something that someone scrounged from an old 20th century bunker. It looks like something someone got as part of an updated shipment from someone like uh, Cerberus Toys R Us, like a weapons dealer, or even like one of the one of the off-brand uh, Time Ruger uh, setups. Uh, kind of looks like it's uh, it's made of polished, smooth plastic. It's definitely been 3D printed and modern manufactured in the last last couple of years. Uh, but you have your you have your device. Uh, okay. As you're uh, as you're leaving, successfully having completed your mission without any trouble, uh, cyanide steps back into a room, uh, makes some gestures at a screen, and uh, if Jacques' familiar face can be seen on screen, uh, glinting <laughs> with um, silver and holographic uh, images pixelated into his teeth, as he. Uh, Picks up a, a handgun, and uh, and uh, points it at the wall where your where your face is at the bottom of the list. Okay, uh, that occurs off screen. So uh, you got what you wanted, uh, but you did fail the roll. So uh, and now I will let you all think about that because we are going to take a two or three minute break and I will be right back. Talk amongst yourselves, as uh, Mike Myers used to say. And I will bring up the necessary hold music in the meantime. It's definitely a new experience. 
It's intriguing. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's great. I wish I could roll more than an eight, though. <laughs> I love it. I'd take an eight. I don't know what you're talking about. I would take an eight. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I'm going to run to the restroom, guys. I'll be right back. I will also be back in a moment. Y'all can hear me, right? Yep, yep, yep. yep. All right, so anybody who loves doing anything at all on the computer, I'll give you a pro tip for free. Don't update to Windows 11. Just don't do it. I've already done it. <laughs> oh, man. You know, ever since I updated to Windows 11, er, like a lot of my internet-connected stuff, uh, everything from Discord to, uh, you know, games, anything like that, I've, I've just had, like, no end of trouble with Windows 11. So far, I have not had those type of problems, but I have had other types of problems that were very annoying. I haven't really had any user stuff. Like, I, it's it works okay with my screen readers and all that, but... I, it it works better now. It did not work very well at first with NVDA. Oh, for real? I just upgraded, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, so it's probably been... But like like when I first upgraded to Windows 11 and tried to use NVDA, it was like it worked, but like it would lose focus on panes and stuff, and you'd have to like manually go into the different panes and the different. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. it was very. Thankfully, it only took them a update or two to uh, fix that uh, on NVDA's side. But I've still well, had, it loses like, focus too. I I still have that some. With uh, Jaws does it too. They just changed like Notepad, and I do not like it. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. I'm a I'm still an avid Notepad user because I started using computers back in the '90s when everybody was. But I I love my Notepad, and they have ruined it for sure. I don't like oh, it. No. God, I don't know what they what they did to it, but man, it sucks now. And 10 really wasn't half bad. No, no. I wasn't. mean, I didn't mind. I've used 10 for many years. Once I got to where Jaws worked with Edge, I was, it was awesome. But yeah, definitely not loving 11. Not, it's like, I have really good internet. I speed test it and I'm getting 200 megs up and down and still stuff's lagging out and the connection is, I don't know. I'll be back momentarily. I'm back. <clears throat> I love it. <laughs> I I wish things had gone right for me so far, but you know, sometimes that's what we're dealt. Sometimes that's the cards we're dealt. <laughs> oh my god! I haven't gotten to talk a whole lot, but such as the uh, such as the um, the the plight of of a antisocial, mostly digital hacker person. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. It's a good one. <laughs> Howdy. I did. I have uh, the rest of my uh, my glass has been filled for the final time for this adventure, for the sake of my players. <laughs> Be a, a self fail of a six or less if I uh, go for too much more. Yeah. Hey, ain't it? Hey, I thought you were gonna do another. Uh, another voice for Roxy. You started out doing one, and then you just kind of went to the went to the basic female type thing. But I feel pretty self conscious doing um, yeah, female voices too much. I know. Not my, it was uh, great. It was great. I, it was fine. It was. It was. Fine. Feel free if you ever want to take over character, Danny, or anyone else. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, uh, that's why we roll in advance, so it. we know what the outcome is going to be. If people like improving, I should uh, say. Did Shock's voice? Did Shock's accent? Also changed. Good bit. Yeah, it might have, might have. That was a rough. It was a little Italian, do. little That's little fine. French, little Italian. And then it, you know. we got New Yorker. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's the future. People's language or uh, like probably, accent change. Probably wants to. Guy's like, Italian, French, and lived bit. in New York, right? That's right. He yeah. probably wants to. He probably wants to throw his, keep keep people around him like off guard. You know, just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got an MD, he, and he's uh he's working his working his time off here. Is just uh, this is an internship. <laughs> he just can't keep the can't keep that Oxford accent out, so he's uh doing every other nationality he can get away with. <laughs> All right, excellent. Always a good, a good sign. I have not lost them yet. This is better than some of my games. Uh, all right. So we are about to begin mission. Uh, who wants to summarize where we are and what's going on? Anyone? We Do you guys are... have a plan? I guess is a better question. And who is going to talk about that? Do we have a plan? <laughs> we got all the <laughs> We have pieces of a plan. Yeah, oh, we, yeah, we're clearly going to disguise ourselves. Right. Yeah. That's one aspect. <laughs> and we're going to try and use these uh, EMPs that, you know, a six roll got us. Uh, yeah. Robots. That may or may not work. May or may not kill us all. I, I don't know if that's a thing. but. So my understanding, based on what you guys have talked through so far, is that uh, you're going to... the Those of you who are going to be there physically, I assume that... Uh, Glitch Fu is going to be sitting back in the uh, apartment building uh, with his armored fridge full of energy drinks and his um, motorcycle, which he probably keeps in plastic wrap in case he needs it uh, outside the maintenance. The original plastic have... wrap. It's close to mitten box so he can manage. It may or may not talk sass. <laughs> All right, you should watch an oh, old yeah. TV show called uh, Street Hawk at some point. It's uh, very <laughs> applicable. Um, and from there, he's gonna—he's remotely wired into the to the lab systems. Already, uh, already decked in and ready to go. Probably hasn't left and is just waiting for small techs and updates. Uh, monitoring. I'm assuming you guys are queued in and have uh, voice links and comms already set up. Uh, there is a certain amount of assumption in this case that you guys have basic equipment that's available. Creds and money are only spent when you're talking about real things, uh, important expenditures of resources. 
you're all going to go in, uh, or at least some of you are going to go in, enter the end facility. You're going to bypass the front door. You're going to go in. Uh, somehow you're going to get past that maglock and any personnel who were there. You're going to go down to the lab. You're going to use the EMP to break past the robots. And quickly through um, uh, Glitch Foo's work, you're going to get the extra data from the... Uh, from the database, and then you're going to extract a physical sample for whatever's inside that lab, which you haven't exactly been able to determine. Uh, what Lizzie's part in this and uh, slips will re remain to be seen. Is that have I about got it right? Is that kind of what you're looking at? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So I uh, slip it could go in. Slip can okay. go in with the crew, and right. uh, and we can stash Lizzie. I mean, there's uh, a parking lot. Yeah, in the uh, in the parking lot, since it's a public restaurant. It's a real restaurant, guys. It's a real <laughs> restaurant. Look, might want to, I don't know, run run interference or, or be ready to book it when <laughs> the job is. Well, that's in. the best part about being a driver. He doesn't have to be there. He's got remote control options. <laughs> you can remotely operate, Lizzie. Oh yeah, I from a distance, better, yeah. the world looks really fast and full of bullets. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, uh, we have a plan. Uh, I think it's time to start some uh, beginning of uh, beginning of uh, action mu music. Let's move the camera around, and we will catch the setup. Uh, I have too many bots that I need to remember commands for. There we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is action time. The time is 5.06. We have 44 minutes-ish to get this done. The montage begins. The camera moves around. And uh, Amethyst, Slip, and Glass, having uh, researched and done their uh, respective work, slip into their MacDash uniforms. It doesn't sound quite as, quite as cute shotgun blast is probably the most important part of that jingle at this point that you all are thinking about and uh, definitely not the Mac Dash Donald side slipping in dressed in the uh, very very uh, iconic uh, blue and green camouflage overalls of a uh, and coveralls of a Mac Dash employee each with a uh, holographic barcoded badge uh, clipped to your chest a uh, the uh, the hat, the uh, mimicked radar hat over your head, and uh, a wealth of experience and confidence probably not borne out in a, in uh, in your die rolls. Uh, you slip into uh, into Lizzie and drive your way down. Pictures of the car flash by, moving through the city, left, right as the vehicle turns. Headlights seen, tires flashing, gun ports. The rest of your face is grim and focused on the mission at hand while Slip makes jokes that no one finds funny. And pull into the parking space. Prepare to enter. What do you guys do? In the parking lot. Well, we're getting out of the car. We're, we're putting all the things in our pockets and we're getting out of the car, right? <laughs> awesome. Doing the Reservoir Dogs Walk? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> In the Mac Dash uh, uniform. Even better. Yeah. 
Les looks back at Lizzie. He left his uh, his hat in the back seat. Aww. Switched it over for the Mac Ash hat. Uh, the camera pans across his chest. You see the uh, the holographic name tag. It says Second Deputy Manager. I figured that would be depressing enough to justify somebody who looks like they're way too old to be working there. Still is. <laughs> Give me just one chance to change the music here. Here we go. All right. So, after that rousing startup, you walk into the stereotype sounds of an old West bar. And it's just as bad and cliched as it sounds. Bright cartoon uh, neon colors that have been scuffed by years of grime, grease, uh, scratches with knives, bulletproof, uh, bullets are scraped into the insides. And in this case, you can tell it's not just window dressing and set dressing. It's probably because real fights have happened in here, and they've just never replaced the uh, the fittings. Uh, there's a guy between um, standing behind the bulletproof or supposedly bulletproof glass of the of the ordering section. The 3D printer prepared to get your angry Angus mm. burgers, your dog dog hot dogs, your Annie Arizona fries, and your Daisy Goat shakes printed up. He looks terrified to be here and probably wouldn't be here if he wasn't under some sort of uh, some sort of uh, contract. And uh, every time someone comes in the door, the same sound gets played. Everybody loves Macdash! Donald's! Over and over. And every time it happens, you can see the guy who's probably been there for 13 hours straight, a little more of his soul dies behind his eyes. Because he doesn't do anything. The robots handle everything. He's just there because some corporate policy requires someone who's an indentured uh, payee to be there the entire time. Restaurant's empty. What do you guys do? So, I was thinking, this is this is to you guys, players. Um, I was thinking we go in and we tell them we're here for the back room inspection. Yeah, I like it. I was kind of along those same lines. Yeah. Oh yeah. Something like that. Okay. Okay. Prayer for um, the guy. He's I can on. have had printed you out some sort of like official-looking document. Yeah, that. clipboard, papers on a clipboard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who wants to take charge? We get to the guy. I'm talking. Uh, class points to the the ridiculous second deputy assistant <laughs> manager name tag and says, "We're we're here for the inspection." Here, here for the inspection. Yeah. Uh, you've been okay. Off, you? 
Oh, no, no, I swear I haven't. I haven't. Of course you have. Why would we be here? If you no. Slacking. I, no, 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 not this time. Not this time. I didn't do anything. That's what I said. You didn't do anything. You've been slacking off. You, you're having a, some kind of issue understanding what I'm telling you. No, no, sir. No, sir. No, 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 no. Then we don't have a problem, do we? No, no, sir. <laughs> so you're uh, you're just gonna use your uh, your gear and your other equipment to get and try and fast talk your way past the guy. Yep. All right, I think that's uh, that's a move. It's called fast talk, and uh, you mm -hmm. get a plus one for this due to uh, your preparation and the gear you've picked up in advance. Go that's ahead. Fair. I do not have any points in style. Let's see what happens. Oh no! That's one, two. Oh, I had two in style. I should help that. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's a five. Ooh. All right. Oh, uh, <laughs> I feel required at this point, based on the way the game is going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you walk back and say, I, I don't, I don't think I did anything. Wait, I really haven't done anything wrong. You know? Okay. You just here. You just here. You know what? I don't care anymore. You can have this job. I don't care. I don't care what you do to my reputation. You can have it. And he starts throwing his uh, his iconic equipment off like a <laughs> he starts tearing his um his uniform off and throws his badge on the ground. I quit. I quit. I quit. I don't need to go to college. I <laughs> I'll see if uh, uh, I'll bet. I'll bet Renegade Group. I bet they take people. I bet they pay better than this shithole. I'm done. I'm done. You hear me? He gives the every camera in the room the finger, and uh, <laughs> and uh, runs out the door and says <clears throat> and starts screaming, "Inspect this!" and moons you as he's going out at the back. That's the jingle place. Yeah. Yes, that's well, the jingle place. That's the last, last thing. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard I can barely type it. The last thing you hear as he goes out the door mooning you is... Everybody loves MacDash! <laughs> Donald's! That's so good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this is probably considered a clear lim uh, career-limiting move. Um, if anyone's been watching any of the surveillance tapes or uh, or has got this, you guys are on some sort of clock. Uh People are uh, the uniform pr being removed probably directly triggers some sort of automated alert process somewhere. Uh, right. The worst mm -hmm. levels of corporate management are being it might I mean it's not going to be fast, but some sort of automated response has probably been triggered. The good the news is chef tis, tis, <laughs> sends the message. Well, <clears throat> I guess we're gonna like one of the the uh, robot heads turns around. It's one of. Um, Captain Ronald's crew. This one is uh, the quote ham burglar, and it's a guy in a ninja suit who has a ham radio setup that he walks around with. He's the communications expert. Um, he's like, "Well, didn't expect that. I guess we're gonna have to close down for lack of employees. You may exit the building now. Service is no longer available. We regret this inconvenience, partner." Oh my god. Uh, what do you guys do? You've cleared the space, but you've probably inadvertently put yourself in a clock you didn't expect. 
unless someone wants to do something about it. Seamus, you are no, directly Seamus directly in logged in the system. You want to try and manipulate? Does a, he does have a, uh, a thing for this. Yep. What you got? Uh, it's uh, hang on. You look. It's uh, this is basic hacking. You're just gonna. Uh, it's uh, roll plus synth in this oh, case. Oh, because there was there was like a where I got a bonus for um, using that's right machinery or whatever. All right, fair enough. Um, let's pull up your character. And I uh, sorry, in this place I should be referring to you as Glitch Foo because you are in cowboy mode. Which is right ironic given your current setting, but still. Uh do 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 Yeah, manipulate when successfully manipulating systems, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Hold plus one, that's it. Yep. So if you if you're able to successfully manipulate, you're looking at your program section in the bottom. Correct. Um manipulate and the other ones eject. So these are ones that give you bonuses for doing certain things. If you're able to succeed at this particular thing, you can, uh, you'll be able to shut down the alert system that's about to be triggered. And you'll also get plus one forward to dealing with other systems inside this MacDash location and its associated laboratory. So give me a 2d6 plus synth, which for you is uh, synth plus one. Go ahead. And you can also take a, an additional plus one on this one because you did a bunch of research and uh, you get plus one forward as a byproduct of that. So really, this one's going to be a plus two for you. Oh, I got a 12 this time. All righty. Massive success. So um, in this case, that means you'll get a uh, you have a plus three to do things in this location using it, the physical machinery and security systems involved. What that means is you also get an additional plus one because of your manipulate program. So you have four hold, four points you can spend to make the physical parts of this building do things for you. One of them you can spend right now to cancel that alert that the mooning rage quitting uh uh minimum wage worker uh probably triggered i assume you want to do that yeah yeah i'll do that and um since they're in since they're in uniforms can't i like uh shut down that alert by making the system think that they're there as replacements or something however you want to do it you're in charge Okay, so but... you're uh, you're put canceling the alert, saying that they're the investigating uh, syst- investigating and replacing uh, staff. Yeah. So like, is um, you know, the head, the the, the head of the hamburger replacement <laughs> turns around and and says what he said, and then kind of like glitches a little bit, and then well, hello, partners. We are reopened for business. Our top professionals are here to make you some great food. We recommend the Angry Angus Burger Captain Size. And don't forget to ask about our secret menu, where Heroes of the, Re- Heroes of the Republic, our Patriot Pot Pie sub- subscription program, is available for you and you only as a valued member. Yeah. 
I mean, I always pick Captain Size. It's how I got to, it's how I got to where I am. Mm-hmm. Good eating. What? Open for business. Open for business. Recalculating. Recalculating. Ah, got it. I would smile and I feel like I'd send a message to... to Everybody loves Backdash! <laughs> Donald's! Ready to go. So you guys have replaced so your. <laughs> you guys have replaced the staff. Uh, I'm gonna be hearing that in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you're gonna see a little skinny, you're very welcome, kid mooning you. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. You have uh, access to the building. You know where the security hatch probably is. Uh, uh, behind the uh, the main server area. Uh, the cash registers, etc., and the, and the printers where all the food is printed out and prepared. Uh, you find a back maintenance room. There's a uh, prison-style toilet in a alcove off to one side. It's metal. It has no it has no lift or lower seat. It's all just one piece. It's all touch-based. All this stuff is designed so that no one can take anything away. It's all bolted down. There's a drainage section in the center, and there's a dusty. Uh, it looks like a maintenance hatch over in one corner uh, near a closet that holds some uh, chemical cleaning supplies and the robot that handles all the grease extraction and the other components. There's also a small observational desk and what's called a little sign over a three-legged stool that says, quote, break room. And boy, does that grease stink. Oh, yeah. It's not it's not the fryer grease. It's the grease that's used to uh, industrially solvent and prepare up a 3D printer that's designed to print 16,000 calories per hour of pre-processed soy and synth products. Mmm, -hmm. good eating. <laughs> what are you guys going to do? Investigate so the, the door? The robot's, like, watching us there? Uh, there's no real robot back here. There's just like uh, a, a couple of security systems and printing, and all this stuff has been overtaken. It's uh, it's all automated uh, baseline right. stuff. Uh, there's not high tech right. stuff in this location, despite what's probably underneath here. Mm -hmm. I want to go look at the hatch. Okay. Uh, so looking around, uh, you guys see a couple of different things here. Um, the hatch appears to be a maintenance hatch. It's big enough for a very large person or two to, if they could get it open, to go down. There's a, uh, a security, a solid state bar lock system with what appears to be a mag key scanner and, um, as well as a physical cross bolt key that's required to access the system. Awfully secure for something that's, uh, probably designed, uh, theoretically to get to some of the uh the waste disposal and the toilet lines is there anything i can do to uh bypass these electronic locks i don't know does it look like uh from your perspective it's probably that hatch that you need to open if you want to spend one of those three remaining holds you certainly can i will spend one of those three remaining holds all right 
So, uh, Seamus, having rolled spectacularly well for once, uh, one of maybe three or four times in this entire game group, uh, uh, you want to describe what happens here, Seamus? How you manage it? Yeah, so, um, in cyberspace, uh, I, I'm in that kind of, whatever you call it, the, uh, the, the artificial or the virtual reality room. Matrix, uh, yep. You're and, sitting inside uh, the node, looking inside a pixelated version of the building that they're in. And I've got kind of like a, a, a really cartoonish wrench, and I'm working on this, uh, working on the virtual representation of those bolts. All right, and uh, suddenly the uh, the red light turns to green, the mag bolts uh, retract, and the uh, there's the pneumatic hiss as a gas seal breaks and uh, the smell of nitrogenized filtered cold air is from a sterile room and uh, comes up from a, from below this dusty dirty dirty back room if you've ever been in a, uh, it's uh it's where all the subway uh, subway subs restaurants and and waffle houses they always you always think that they're clean, but you always know that there's some part that never, ever, ever has been cleaned in the last thirty decades. And this one, the dust from that one corner pops up and falls aside to reveal gleaming chrome, polished aluminum, and uh, bulletproof transparent glass below you in a uh, in steps down into what you assume is the research bay. What do you guys do? Hello. Let's uh, let's look and see if there are any obvious traps, like on the way uh, down. Okay. And if not, slip. We'll just go for it. All right. So uh, <laughs> roll plus uh, roll assess, which is plus edge. We're gonna move over from here into the actual hallway. Okay. So I got a three and a five. So okay. I got an eight plus my assesses plus edge, I believe. It is. That is correct. Okay. So I got a nine. Man, these dice are, I love them. <laughs> I recommend Braille gaming dice because they roll hot. Check. All right. So let's take a look at assess. All right. Uh, so you have nine, I believe. Is that correct? Yep. All right. So you are... Uh, I think who or what is in my biggest threat in this situation. And because yeah, sure. you're looking for traps, and I can tell you right now, there are no immediate traps on the hallway down. Um, what you can see at the end of the hallway, though, are two humanoid figures. They look like they've been, instead of just having hazmat suits, they look like human bodies that are moving very jerkily. And they're covered in something approximating mylar blankets. Uh, sort of reflective, they almost look like cheap aluminum suits, which are containing the badly jerkily moving uh, body parts underneath. Uh, so, um, that is your biggest threat. Uh, we are now into the crap stuff is happening mode. Um, you have a piece of gear for this. What would you like to do? We only we see EMP. two of these guys, right? Say again? We only see two of these guys, right? So they're That's right. More. Yep. 
Um, I think as I kind of go down the hall, I'm going to uh, pull out my heavy pistol and kind of keep it at just low ready. Okay. Drawing that uh, that low hand, that uh, heavy pistol. Okay. Yeah. And uh, anyone else going to do anything in here? Yeah, I must have swallowed behind with her weapon and uh, and the EMP in her pocket. So. Okay. Yeah. So what's uh, what's your plan? What are you going to do here? I'm looking back to the rest of the crew. Like, do y'all want to use the grenade or just kind of questioning eyebrow raise? That's what we got it for. <laughs> I'm just going to shrug and grin at Amethyst and kind of step aside and let her uh, take the lead. Uh, and Amethyst. Oh boy. <laughs> uh... oh boy. <laughs> this is going to go badly for me, isn't it? <laughs> So I'm going to give you a, give you a, give you a choice in this case. Uh, your option. Okay. Um, I'm assuming you've prepared for this. And you've practiced with this device and looked up the specs because uh, you know that you're not the most uh, muscly type person out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can either roll uh, for act under uh, plus cool or plus meat, uh, depending on how you want to pull this forward handle it. Let's and you can take a plus one to whatever your role is because you guys did a bunch of research on this to determine the security threats and determine they were robots. Thanks to your good buddy up there. Uh, glitch foo. Oh Let me see what my cool is. I know I don't have points in meat. So <laughs> I am fairly certain that every single person in this group has a minus <sighs> one in meat and is gorgeous. Yep. You yeah, are the least plus remark. zero to cool. <laughs> yeah. So, um, would you say you'd look you'd look like you were worried? Me? Yeah. yeah. She she's she's not really used this before. This is kind of new. Like, yeah, she's researched it, but like the whole upfront yeah. thing is not something that any of you are used to. Like, except for maybe no. glass. Right. And glass well, is used to like hiding behind a press badge most of the time. Hmm. Well. Um, so glass is a, I took the, a, uh, I'm going into mechanics, but whatever. Um, uh, war correspondent. Okay. Um, so I can roll for edge instead of cool. Okay. When in physical danger. You are definitely in physical danger. Do you want to, do you want to, uh, tactfully <laughs> take, borrow that, uh, grenade and, uh, use your own edge <laughs> and see how that goes? But with Famicist is uh, stressing out, and I've been a war reporter. I know how these things work. I swear, exactly. I've seen several people die using this. Here, <laughs> this is how you—that's not how you're supposed to do that. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. And uh, yeah. All right, let's roll. Right. See what happens. All right. All right. And I would love it if you were a wonderful MC who would give. You can certainly take the plus the, one. Um, the plus one. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I don't okay. believe it. All right. Yeah. That didn't go well. No? Three, no. two edge, <laughs> plus one, six. Sorry. Uh, all right. So oh. the following happens. <laughs> all right. So uh, several things happen all at once. Um, the... Uh, the EMP burst goes off, and the two bots, or whatever they are, directly in front of you, fall down. Uh, every camera in the building shorts out. And a, secu- a proximal security alarm goes off. 
This building and the surrounding environs are protected by the Pope Patrol. You have been designated as a possible hostile invader. Plate down your weapons, lie down, and prepare to be judged. Or don't. We'll still find you. We always find you. And people like you. And your friends. And your family. We're the Pope Patrol. Lie down. It'll be easier. And then there's the, 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 the monologue keeps going over and it's not like it's not like it keeps getting repeated they have an entire long line of tried and true it's everything from their reality show and it's at oh least my. you guys have seen this before they have three hours of pre-recorded stuff that just keeps <laughs> going things like if you keep if you try and run you'll just die tired uh, or just get judged tired it's long running um you note that the uh the mylar figures are down one of them has fallen and brushed by a uh one of uh, a an in, a counter made of uh, chrome steel and uh, tears open the arm piece. Some sort of pink, meaty goo starts to flub out from it, and the hand wa- uh, wobbles in the air. Uh, it doesn't look like blood. It doesn't look like a. It certainly doesn't look like a robot circuitry. Uh, up from where you are, Seamus, you just lost connection to most of the physical systems of the building. Uh, and Pope Patrol is inbound. Um, Slip, this is kind of your dream scenario and kind of your worst nightmare at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have stuff out there that you might... I mean, this is... Going head-to-head with the Pope Patrol in a real scenario, that not just for funsies, is kind of your big deal. Also, there are a bunch of non, uh, non-combatants all around you, and you still haven't gotten the physical gear, and you're on a time crunch. So... Collectively, uh, you guys walk in and take a look. Uh, you, you've negated the threat. There is, just as Seamus described uh, when he did his investigation, there's a solid glass uh, clean room wall um, debarking the area where you are in the controls and experiment side. Uh, the lab terminal is dead thanks to your EMP grenade, so if you want to extract data, Seamus is going to have to do it from the net, from the matrix. Um, but inside you can see what appears to be a giant ball of meat. Its consistency is very similar to the stuff that's oozing out of the Mylar figure, which has fallen down, uh, one of them that's fallen down in front of you. And you can see the cells dividing and expanding. It's some sort of biological process of vat-grown material. And uh, there are sample containers and a set of controls if you guys want to extract some, or you can take a more direct route. Uh, I assume at this point you guys understand you're under a a significant time limit. You've bypassed one security option, but uh, the Pope Patrol is inbound and shit's about to go down. Let's uh, move to Seamus. You're up in the up in the sky. Um, You have. A very if you want to get that extra pay you're going to have to actually extract some data from that n- network system in front of you what do you do i can can i i, I can spend one of my holds to do that right uh, you cannot this is that was hold oh, over yeah. the manipulating the system you are not manipulating a physical system at this point you're accessing oh, a data yeah. node in the matrix so, gonna have to raw dog this i'm afraid uh breaking into the problem. system go ahead okay that's Uh, 
I believe in this case your options were mind, edge, and synth, and this is definitely a an edge-based scenario that you're looking at. Uh, if you can break through the security, uh, do well on this. Now, you do have plus one since you did research in advance and got the appropriate data, or you can spend an intel token. I might recommend that in this case, and bypass the security entirely thanks to the codes and research you've done before. Yeah, I think I'm definitely going to spend that, that token. All right, you've got one intel and one gear left, guys. Uh, you break down. Give me that. Uh, give me plus int. Roll for uh, mining the data. And when you say int, that's mind, right? Yep, that's mind. Sorry. Uh, played way too many game systems. <laughs> Thanks. Keep me honest. I told you, folks. Keep me on path. Another eight. Okay, uh, that's good enough in this case for you to extract the data, especially with your plus one. Uh, when you were doing, you have enough stuff here that you're uh, you're able to grab the data and, um, and pull it out. Uh, you are going to leave enough fingerprints behind that someone is going to be able to figure out that data was taken, but they're not necessarily going to be able to figure out that it was you because you are a console cowboy and this is your domain. Uh, can I um, can I manipulate the 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 in, inbound patrol like throw them off the scent for a minute or two? Uh, how would you prefer to do that? Like uh, scramble the dispatch so that they go to the wrong address or go to address like an uh, an adjacent address. Hardcore. You're just going to uh, hammer and hit the local uh, dispatch node and see if you can uh, break in and get it done? Uh, can I? Yeah, can I spend a hold or do I have to roll? You are out of hold. You have no hold. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what uh, I will give you yeah. is you can try console. Now you're going to be going to a different location. Do uh, console cowboy for me. That's uh, plus. Uh, do, do, do. And then we're going to go into the group. Yep, roll plus mind. Man, you really uh, doubled down on mind. Go ahead. <laughs> you're not going to believe it. Another eight? Yep. All right. Well, at least you're consistent. Making I my job easier. So. Uh, you get one hold. Um. Uh, did, did, did. All right. So, uh, you're doing okay so far. Uh, you get plus one hold. I need you to roll. Uh, let me check one more thing here. Did, did, did. Uh, roll plus edge for me. That's plus one. This is not something you've done any research or prepared any gear for. Oh, I got a 13 this time. All right. So uh, you own the local Popo Patrol Dispatch. Uh, they, they'll, uh, you have complete control over them for approximately four holds worth of stuff. 
Um, you can spend one of those to bypass the, uh, or to manipulate their system and uh, redirect the current dispatch system. You probably won't need all the hold, but it's nice to have. Let's switch back to the rest of our crew who's sitting inside a uh, sparking database, a formerly effective lab, uh, with, a, with a bunch of meat, uh, robo meat golems that have been zapped into quiescence on the floor in front of them and the security system. Glass, this is prime, prime expose uh, material. The rest of you are looking at this, and uh, it's definitely your objective. Uh, what do you do? Yeah, uh, I want to, um, first off, probably use uh, one hold from the uh, nose for the story to uh, gather evidence. Okay. Uh, be able to break the story. Done. You, uh, you can document this in triplicate if you want to. Yeah. Uh, it's not certainly not against your current contract. Grabbing some some vials that are around. Okay. You can use the Waldos and the manipulators, and there are even sample cards here. You can play play um, your final gear card if you want to use it to extract and safely uh, uh, extract the material. And, uh, uh, yeah. And retention. Okay. You have one Intel token left. You guys have what you came for. The Popo are temporarily, temporarily distracted. Uh, anything else you want to do? So there was a secondary objective, right? Uh, I believe that Seamus has already accomplished that. He's right, grabbed correct. the data off the off the yeah, net. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your EMP blast made it so you're physically incapable of accomplishing here on the ground. So it's good you have a hacker here. with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Anyone else? I can't think of anything else to do, so. Yeah, All right. Yeah, <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> uh... All right, so uh, as you're, um, as you're going out, the classic quote comes Crush up. Crush your enemies, uh, see them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of the women. Yep, uh, it is best in life. You've completed the mission. You have uh, zapped out. As the camera goes back, sure, you might have uh, blown up the meat golems. Sure. Uh, there's some photographic evidence of what's happened. Uh, sure, you may have hacked the local uh, Pope Patrol, but I mean, you got the data you were going for. Um, no one's really going to be able to tie you to this mission directly. And maybe, maybe some local gangland thing is uh, Amethyst on his radar, but you know, it's not anything you haven't dealt with before, right? So uh, we are done with that section. Uh, there is just one thing you left for you guys to do if you choose to do so. And that is, there's a move. It's called Get Paid. Uh, if you guys want to prepare that, give me just a second here. Mm -hmm. doo -doo -doo. And I will add the appropriate music for prepping for this. And we will you move on. I wonder if there's anything on the way out I could do for the um, the poor minimum wage guy who we. Uh, I mean, that is kind of your thing. Because <laughs> that's uh, not the I mean, outcome. Uh, I mean, your your whole one of your one of your directives is to help people, and if you can, yeah. even if it causes you to maybe risk the mission, it might be worth it. 
Yeah. Is there any way I could plant some kind of evidence that he uh, valiantly fought off or tried to fight off the uh, this attacking force? Because they know something happened at this point. I mean, you have you've one piece of intel. If you want to tell me how you had it, had the material ready, ready available to plant for this sort of thing, I'll let you spend your last token to have it uh, so that you have the resources to make that happen. All right. If you guys are cool with that. Yeah, blame, blame one of the We're big corporations we don't like. <laughs> no need to screw the wage slave. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's cool. Um, yeah. Um, you know what? <laughs> Let me do a two for one if I can. Uh, that was a good point. Um, yeah. Um, maybe I had some um, some backup dirt on BBC. Uh, who... Um, well, uh, Glass was tasked to uh, to get dirt on. Um, he had something he hadn't um, delivered yet. So he's not going to get paid for it, for using it here. Um, but, um... Ah, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something, but... Uh, okay. Some... I just need you to tell me how you had the information available. Like, what did you do before in prepping for this mission? That right. gave you the res the intel required to plant this stuff to create and yeah. plant it. So when Glass was was uh, going over his uh, contacts, doing the research uh, ahead of the mission, um, I still has some uh, uh, some some wires into some BBC stuff, uh, okay. and he happened to find something maybe about uh, that. Now he's looking back and recognizing the. Uh, some of the, maybe the maybe a last name on the name tag, and it comes up to him that uh, he's got some information maybe on like this uh, this the, this guy's family or something involved with the BBC and that could. Uh... I'm rambling now. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's all right. You've uh, you've done a bunch of research. You had some background while you were doing other other research for the uh, for the lab and the material, and uh, that's how you came up with it. Uh, well. Mm -hmm. um, Think about this for future games, guys. Just uh, try and think of um, little things that you've done in the past that would let you spend these tokens and make it sound appropriate. But uh, Glass has done a great job of setting setting this mission up. Um, you guys get out. Um, I'm sorry, Slip. There's no car chase. No. Except for uh, <laughs> it turns out that uh, you're uh, caught speeding and the and the popo come after you anyway. But Lizzie's just too good. Uh, <laughs> and now the question is do you guys want to get paid I think we do I do alright there's a move for that so the way this works is all those failures that you guys have been making that have been drawing attention they've reduced you from a plus 6 down to a plus 1 to your roll it's a straight <laughs> 2d6 plus 1 let's see what your roll is do we all roll it? Nominate someone who wants to roll. Mm. And I know nobody wants to roll in this case. No. I can do it. You don't want the guy who just been eight everywhere. Flip. <laughs> well, no, you just Flip got a hasn't had a car right. chase. Here's his chance. What do we got? Oh, yeah. Well, much in the tradition of uh, Seamus before us, we have an eight. <laughs> to include the plus one? No, nine. Nine to include the plus one. Alright, same result, just okay. was curious. Alright. <laughs> Alright. 
Seven and nine, choose one from the list below. And keep in mind that the things you don't choose are options antithetical that are available to me. It's not a setup or an ambush. You're paid in full. The meeting attract doesn't attract attention of other parties. You're, the employer is, is identifiable. You learned something from the mission, everybody marks experience. Hmm. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> I made yeah, the roll you guys pick. Um, <laughs> I've done enough damage for one day. <laughs> I mean, I feel that. I, I feel that 100%. Whatever you're picking is something <laughs> I, I can't use against you and you get as an advantage, is the way to think about it. Well, I'm thinking oh. the worst ones might be doesn't attract attention or like it's not a setup or an ambush what do you guys think? i was gonna say those would probably be famous's choices for <laughs> i to go with yeah. his. but <laughs> i mean amethyst is already on the hook for yeah paying the, the guy so it's not looking good getting for me paid in full would <laughs> with the extra that would be good uh, would, yeah. would guarantee and I, I should point out that i don't in. all the other ones don't necessarily happen to you they're just options available right. to me as, as the storyteller. Yep. But you think it paid in full? Just so uh, Amethyst I mean, I'd appreciate it. Amethyst makes profit on this? All right. I want to save my life. <laughs> save my life. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay. Amethyst, mark three, uh, three cred. Everybody else marks six. I think that takes most people from five to 11. Uh, cred, okay. which is pretty good because I, the, your guy said that uh, you get paid for this. As the uh, as you guys drop off the uh, samples and equipment in exchange for payment, everything seems to be going the way you want. Um, as you're uh, walking by, though, um, slip uh, one of the people from uh, Roxy's band. <clears throat> of uh misfits i always picture them as like gem and the holograms the misfits for some reason i don't know why uh <laughs> passes you a picture of a guy that looks a lot like Jacques that says that they've been looking around for for amethyst and for you too slip it looks like someone might be on someone's radar you get paid in full job is done mission complete ladies and gentlemen well played I'd like each of you to look through your directives and determine whether or not you think you qualified for it during this mission. I can tell you right now that Glass uh, had a compassionate moment there where he saved mm. a poor wage slave's potential reputation. I mean, he still probably quit, but it may not resound as badly to him. So he can mark experience. Each of you needs to mark five experience anyway for completing the mission and the uh, optional objectives. You guys familiar with your directives here? Yeah. I don't yeah, think I, I got either, either of mine. Okay. I don't I don't know. Does does me doing this jock guy wrong count as lying about my identity or my past, or is that just like shady behavior? I I think that's just you being a fixer and doing what fixers Not do. Right. Just fixing fixing problems. I don't think I got any extra either. Okay. Okay. No. Don't have to get in this famous. case. There was no car chase for me to get uh, illustrious. Yeah, <laughs> wait for episode two. Uh, we got some stuff for you. <laughs> so we get five. Our base is five XP, right? That's right. All right. 
And we have 11 cred. Well, you have 11 cred. Amethyst, Amethyst only got 8. Wow. <laughs> Love it. And, uh... Do cleanup. If you guys want to touch base, we'll be meeting again on the 19th to do our next uh, our next episode, which will be uh, Monster Mayhem. And uh, the group will, in preparation for its next uh, next mission, have to uh, run a run an entirely different kind of gambit on an entirely different kind of target. Any questions before we close out today? I think we're good. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. well played, kids. Well done yeah. to the GM. <laughs> Nicely done. And for all the people who say I can't run a one shot, my my dear wife, seven minutes under the timer. <laughs> <laughs> it only took me, a th and this is only my third try, the first time I ran an hour over it. <laughs> Lest uh, my infallibility uh, seem seem all purpose. Thank you for Knights of the Braille, Jim in particular, and Richard, who have uh, behind the scenes done a ton of editing, including those commercials and the Mac Dash work. Uh, I could not have made that happen without them. Uh, thanks to my crew, uh, Kevin, Beth, and Alex, who playtested this the first time and proved to me that the hacker rules need to be entirely revamped for everyone's uh, satisfaction. And to the team at UTAC, uh, Pat, Crispy Chicken, and um, Ghost Element, and uh, my wife, again, for uh, playing various characters through the system. Uh, it's, as good as this looks now, it's only because other people uh, helped me find the failures when no one was watching and putting it on YouTube. I'm Blind Fury, your GM for today. Uh, everyone want to give me a round signing off? Uh, let's start with Danny. Sure. Amethyst. Uh, I had a great time. Sapphire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. All of those. All those things. Um, I'm Danny Marie AC. Everywhere you can find me on just about all the social medias, including here on Twitch. And, uh, we're going to have a good time next week. I feel like... <laughs> Not next week. The 19th. The 19th. Sorry. 19th. That's right. Yes. The 19th. The man who showed up in costume himself, uh, Glass, the reporter. Signing off? Yep. I'm a mostly blind gamer on Twitch, Discord, Reddit, uh, at blindmostly on Twitter. I tell computers to set things on fire for a living, and I complain on the internet about accessibility as a side gig and um, enjoy TTRPGs. So yeah, I'll see everybody again on the 19th. Sweet. Uh, how about our hacker, Glitch Foo, who absolutely owned every computer system they ran, he ran into today. <laughs> Did not uh, even have to pull out the motorcycle or the armored refrigerator once. Yeah, I know. Let I'm, alone the flush at pistol. I'm itching to <laughs> have that refrigerator block some bullets. Uh, I'm Stephen um, S underscore Luttrell on Twitter L U T T R E L L and everywhere else S K Luttrell. Um, I'm not usually on social media that much, so don't expect me to do anything there. But yeah, there you go. Okay, and at last but certainly not least, Slip Babylon Hillbilly, our uh, <laughs> and and Lizzie. I am uh, I am Zach, Babylon Hillbilly on Discord, uh, the internet's very own social media Twitterless gray man. Uh, I have none of the fancy things, 
and uh, it was awesome. Thanks everybody. It was it was a super super ton of fun, more fun than I could have uh, possibly hoped for. And well, uh, you're in for a treat next game. Oh man, I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. And Center uh, stage. thanks a bunch. And we will uh, we will catch you next time. All right. And uh, Jim, our Knights of the Braille, the guy who's been running everything behind the scenes uh, because I can't. Would you, you want to sign off for us? All right, Monster Mayhem. I'm going to turn us off, turn the music up, and close us out. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.